spodem. <laughs> I keep trying to turn down oh, uh, the Elmo Girl part, and it just doesn't want to do it. Fuck. Well, Elmo wants to be loud. So, I can't. You still having trouble back there? God, you just shut me down. What'd you do? Oh, there we go. Oh, I'm back on. Nice. Okay. Oh, my God. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Carlos Matos, and I am coming from New York City, New York. This is one of my Let favorites. me tell you guys that I am so excited. <laughs> I am so happy. I am really so thrilled to be right now sharing this amazing, glorious, super and exciting moment of my life with all of you guys. And let me tell you that we are really changing the world as we know it. The world is not anymore the way it used to be. No, no, no. No, no, no. Be connected. <laughs> wow. Be connected. It's like very celebratory. It's like guttural. Yeah. Barbaric yaw. We yaw-ed. are coming yeah. and we are coming in waves. Anyway. We are starting and we are going to watch it. Yeah, what's go going on, people, man? It's been a few sad days, man. I lost all my savings, man. $30,000 in BitConnect. You know, so I start hearing about, you know, this Bitcoin, Bitcoin, cryptocurrency. So, you know, I was researching around, you know, you know, about a month now. You know, a lot of people were saying BitConnect, BitConnect. You know, for you guys who don't know, BitConnect is like a platform... You know, you lend your money out, you know, you get percentage every day, you know, you know, and in one twenty days, you can get your money back. So I have my money, you know, sitting at the bank, you know, I say, I'm not making any interest. So, you know, I say, why not just move my money out and lend it out, you know, $30,000. I make like, you know, interest on, you know, on the money every day. And in the next 121, you know, 120 days, I get my, you know, my $30,000 back and interest. So I said, why not? So, you know, I transferred my money. What am I going to do? Into BitConnect. I mean, it took like, you know, three, four days. And, you know, I lent my money out. So for the first few days, you know, I tried to log into my BitConnect. I couldn't do it. You know, they were saying something like, you know, the website is, you know, they're doing some work on the website. So, you know, I couldn't log in. And like, finally, I was able to log in like what? Yesterday. And on the website, they're saying, they're talking about, they're shutting down. So I went online on YouTube, people saying, you know, it's a scheme. I said, what the fuck? I just got into this shit, trying to make some interest. And now I lost all my fucking savings, man. 30,000 fucking dollars. Should I left this fucking money in the bank, man? What was I thinking? Oh, man. Now all my money gone, man. I don't know what the fuck I'm yes. gonna do, man. Thank 
Thank you so much, Carlos from New York City. Oh. We're very excited. So excited. Thank it. you. Uh, this shit is crazy, man. I still, I still can't believe it. Right you wouldn't be able to think I'm dreaming right now, man. Now, these BCC coins Big that got, I'm holding my fucking scam, motherfuckers. They scam my ass. I mean, it's just not just me. A lot of people lost a lot of money, like hundred thousand and you know, twenty thousand, fifty thousand, four thousand BCC. It's not just me, but you know, I didn't make no money because. I just started, you know, trying that's to make some a little bit of money because my money was sitting at the, the bank. Money is doing. No making no interest. So I said, why I'm not? Lay my money out. I'll make interest wallet. every day. I, I guess I'll do a video. Um, and now my whole fucking money is gone. How to set that up? My whole fucking but savings. But if you haven't sold already, um, it's I gone. hope you didn't. <laughs> I hope you didn't sell at these prices because if you did, you lost money. Yeah, you you lost money if you did. Um, no one told anyone to sell you know they gave you your bcc and what you chose to do with it is up to you just like you know gotta be responsible man hot over the coins man there's no point in selling them at these prices it was just 300 dollars the other day why would i sell for ten dollars that's that's idiotic and silly um so what i'm understanding i'm hearing a lot of people are holding People that are in other countries, they're probably this probably getting lost in translation, so they're probably selling a lot. But for the most part, I don't think too many people in the U.S. are selling their coins because the word is getting out that it's probably best to um, hold. Um, so no, I'm not trying to trick you into buying my sales. I'm not selling anything. I don't. I, I will show my wallet every day if I. Say have to because I don't have to do anything. I only I could I could disappear. I could do what everybody was expecting me to do, which is disappear. You know what I'm saying? That was never the plan. The plan hey, was hey, to hey, use Bitcoin. I really don't think it's over. I think Let me tell you guys that this I am is crypto. So <laughs> this so is crypto. Happy. Okay. Really so expect the unexpected always, and the unexpected um, is what I expect. I expect Big Connect to rebrand. And I expect the price to be back where it is in six months. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there, there it is. The saga. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, it's short and fright of it. I, like I don't, I don't, I don't want to well, like laugh at this, but it's it's, it's, it's laughable. Uh, like, the whole thing. like it was an obvious Ponzi and or weird. Yeah, and <sighs> so so that guy in the middle that lost his money, he was just some schmo who threw everything he had. Into right, it. and that's you know that is sad, and that like that is very well, it's very sad. But like, it's also like. The, the whole platform was just such an. It was. So, it seemed like to us at least it was a very well, it was obvious, obvious. I mean, like, obvious. Like people, what was okay. the math? Someone did the math. People like with ten, ten bucks in or something like that. You'd come out with like thousands of dollars within a year. Something. I don't know what. The, I don't remember what the return was. One percent a day or something. Probably. Yeah, it was like one percent a day. Right. Uh, and so like you'd have your money in there and you'd lend it I mean, out. You and could do the math there. That's but that's obscene. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. But it sounds so reasonable to people trying to do, like. Well, it's not unreasonable like those people promising ten percent per day, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, but then you get guys like this this Trayvon guy who are making videos about it constantly. Right. That was a, that was the last voice. That there. was that last guy talking about how he's making a lot of money. I saw I th I caught some of his other videos like from like a month or two ago, 
and he's showing his account and he's showing like a million or more dollars like oh yeah I'm a, I'm I'm crypto rich I've been investing in Bitconnect I have like all this bitcoin and uh it's just it's it's fueling the fire to you know for these guys who just see him. And well, this like, reminds me a lot of OneCoin because like it's it's yeah, very it much like a lot of this shit yeah. like was fueled by YouTube guys. And this is the thing like all the noobs are watching YouTube. I, I like that's how I know what's gonna pan nowadays is I start getting calls from people like I just heard about this thing on YouTube and mm. then like I'll get like three calls like that. So like this week it's been Redcoin. Mm. That's the one that like everyone's been telling me they've been uh, getting information on. Which which may or may not pamp. Who knows? But. I know Redcoin was something that was pamped by McAfee, uh, r- like right around Christmas. So of the coins, and we kind of talked about this in like a episode or two ago about him like tweeting out like, "Oh, this is the ICO of the week," and right. like I'm, I'm yeah. whether he's getting paid to or not, I don't know. Or he just decides to pump and dump this shit, or p- or for him just pump it. Uh, pump and pump. He did bring up Redcoin before, and Redcoin's like some. It's who cares what it is, but it's like social media related. Well, they're, so they're my, my, my thought was like, like and that makes like sense. Facebook like, is gonna accept Redcoin. Yeah, which. Is obviously not going to happen, right? But if people think it is, it might be. So right, is he still doing that, uh, McAfee? Yeah, he has. He tweets it out like, uh, like the ICO of the week. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not like following like closely, uh, what he tweets and like how the price reacts mm-hmm. to the shit. Right. But he's like, he, I don't know. He, he he's McAfee. He's just like, uh, he's, he's you know, he's so he would do it. I think he would just. Like he would like be like, I'm pumping and dumping these coins this week. Right. That's what's going on. Fuck <laughs> of it. Like, <laughs> hey guys, look what I'm doing. Yeah. But he's but he's bringing attention to this right. some of this stuff, um, and he pumped stellar recently too. Did he? Yeah. Nice. Okay. He well, that didn't do much, it. I guess. Well, we'll see. I I, I don't know, like, you know, a lot. The shit like will go up in price, but like, is it going to go up in price sooner or in relative to like Bitcoin? Right? Well, I think what's worth so noting is that so Bitcoin Bitconnect is a centralized platform, right? And they would they would what they would take your Bitcoins and they would issue like an ERC twenty or was it on Bitcoin itself? I think I you know I'm not I don't really know much about the Bitconnect token. It might just be like some own. It might just be its own thing. It might be an ERC twenty token. I don't I don't know how they issued it because they did because you can extract well, it. And so send they're, it they're, to they're saying that like exchanges are still letting you trade it. Yeah. So like you can still buy it. I mean, this Trayvon guy was saying that he's been buying it all the way down. Yeah. But th- so 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 what actually happened was BitConnect this past week was like due to like uh, some of this um, like these sti- like like well, the they Texas State Securities Board cease yeah. and assist letters. Yeah. They got cease and assist and whatever. They decided to shut down their lending and exchange platform. Right. And basically, if you want to get your money out, you have to get it out in BitConnect tokens. Mm-hmm. And the price of BitConnect tokens went from like three to four hundred dollars all the way down to like <laughs> seven. <laughs> so you're left holding these BitConnect tokens. It was like five dollars nearly. And before. yeah, and that guy in the video was like, so I took my BitConnect tokens out and I put them in. I put them on Hitbit, and I guess he was like figuring out what he wanted to do with them or not. But they're, I mean, it's it's probably significantly less than thirty thousand. <laughs> you know what, what he had initially. Um, so the tokens exist. Uh, I, I don't know if they're going to go up in value or not. I think what they told everybody, it was kind of one of those things where they didn't completely exit scam, but they exit scammed yeah, enough it where like it's I mean, like, like... Honestly, they took the whole crypto market with them. So, I mean, that's what it looked like to me. Right. Well, that was... Because it, it happened this week and the, and the, I think the price and everything tanked, else went... Right? Like, everything like, as the announcement came out, that was what happened. Right. So, was it that uh, people were selling crypto in general, or like or they were they themselves actually like unloading their coins? Right. I wouldn't be surprised either way. Probably, that, yeah, because they had <laughs> all this Bitcoin likely. tied up in the system. They were like, well, what's funny to me nowadays is as everything went down. I watched Tether's like volumes like were way up. Everything was like everyone like found shelter in Tether, mm. which is interesting because like if you look at that, if, if if everyone's finding shelter in Tether, you still can't exit your position, which means you have to get back into the coins when like when everything's said and done. Right, mm-hmm. right. You could probably do like a trading algorithm strategy based on like Tether volume. 
to so be if, honest. So if like the, if so basically if like if the volume starts going up, right? As soon as like then like okay, well if everyone's getting into tether, then like you know you you can go park your money into tether for a while too. That said, mm. like tether, I mean like tether is in my opinion the biggest problem in Bitcoin. It's a huge problem, especially if this is happening, because the traders are thinking everything's going down, and they well, just so they, get, dollars, they, they find so they safety get, in tether. So what right. happens if tether collapses, like in the middle of one of these things? Right. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a shit show. Like it, it's 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 a big systematic risk. How much tether is the there? Changes at least. Uh, oh well, during this period of time, um, the vo- the amount of tether increased, the volume increased. I I looked at the numbers that I saw were like two point five billion. Uh, traded like in a twenty-four hour period, and it shot up to, like five point five billion. I, I do so think it doubled. Like I that. do think it's hilarious that like the the BitConnect was able to pull this off, where they like basically exit scam, mm-hmm. and they uh, they take the coins and give you back BitConnect tokens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it well, might be legal because they probably gave them to you at the value that you put in, which is exactly what you like probably agreed to. Yeah, maybe. And they I, I don't fucking know. Like, it's, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. I mean, I, I, here's the thing. Like, I watch, I, I watch these guys like talking about like uh, their losses. Like that guy in the middle, right? And uh, he lost thirty thousand dollars, which is his life savings. He seems like a young guy. He spent a long time, probably, like earning that money. That's that's the problem with this shit. Is he's new. He doesn't know what this is. He sees shit going up. He watches YouTube. People tell him about this great investment. Mm. And like, I don't think that these people realize that there is a whole class of people in Bitcoin and in crypto generally that are like here to prey. Mm-hmm. Like your presumption as a human being is that other human beings are good and decent people. He said he was praying that the uh, BitConnect would go back up. You know, he's. I think he literally but part of that uh, mm-hmm. soliloquy. Well, maybe, but like, well, here's like, but, 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 but he, a lot of probably, liber- he probably is praying. Yeah, no, but a lot no, of the libertari- like a lot of the narrative, especially from like libertarian side, is the tr- the banks are trying to fuck you. Right, and that's that's trust, a narrative trust they crypto. On. Right, yeah, and they prayed on that, and so like people got into BitConnect. Because they were susceptible to that, and now they're they're like fuck crypto. Right. I want my money in the bank. Right. So you just you know the complete opposite happened, and it's it's not because well, I should have kept my money. People in, the bank. in crypto yeah. are all like, yeah, we're 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 all together. No, BitConnect was trying to fuck you. They they wanted your money. Uh, they got your money, and now you you know guys like him lost his money. So he got scammed hard. You like know, it's, it, it's it, uh, Bitcoin crypto is just like everyone's you know fighting. Like it's it, a it, shame. <coughs> it's a shame though. Well. That uh, Bitcoin Mm -hmm. is now lumped into altogether with everything else called crypto. Mm -hmm. In other words, everything is somehow assumed to be on an equal playing field, especially uh, among the uh, the noobs. I don't see why it's a shame, though. Who cares? Well, but, you know, it's not a fact. It's not. I mean, it may be a fact. <laughs> I mean, we don't I don't know, know Dante. Like, who right. cares? Like, 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 lump, lump Bitcoin in with all those things. Like, Bitcoin don't give a fuck. No, the no. Question, I agree. The question I ultimately that. here is like, which one of these is the most uh, efficient for its use cases, right? And like, the others have a lot of like big problems. Like, Dash's uh, problem with the security, basically giving a huge amount of their security away to their their uh, their master nodes. There's a huge amount of like problems with all these others as well. And uh, and as I've always said, that like doing one crypto. Uh, mining one uh, proof of work coin comes at the expense of another proof of work coin. That's really what happens. Like you're burning energy, you can choose to burn it for Dash, you can choose to burn it for for Bitcoin. So at some point, this like commoditized service will, in my opinion, converge on like one coin. Eventually, it might be twenty years. I don't know. It might be longer. But Who knows? It right. But I I would I would say yeah. I don't think that's ever changed. Right. Um, I, I don't like that's always been what I've thought. That's still yeah. the thing I think. I might be wrong. Like I could very well be wrong, but like what I do know is that a lot of these were definitely started as scams by scammers. And a lot of those scammers have like 
are, are going to be like long gone. They're going to be free. And it's going to be fine because, like, uh, I think that everyone's going to just, like, chalk all this up to experimentation time, even though everyone could have known. You could have known. But by the way, Tether's $1.6 billion. That's how many Holy exist shit. right now. So, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, so uh, this guy who was uh, in the video lost that lost 30000 did he, I guess by definition, did he become a, uh, a, a Bitcoiner because he just lost... A shitload of money. Uh, well, his Pokemon games reset. That's that is right. the deciding. Oh, yeah. that is right. the deciting point. Right. Mm-hmm. So whether he's initiated. No, he's he's he went he's, through his hazing. Th- that's where you decide whether you're a Bitcoiner or not. That's the moment, right? That is that is like the the the, the path, right? You you get to go on the the road less taken, or you get to mm-hmm. go back to your old life. Those are the that's like what happens here. So he has to make a decision if he's gonna. I go think he did. I think he did. I think he said that. Uh, he wishes he stayed with banks. Well, I mean, everyone wishes that. You've got to give it a couple of weeks. It's got to settle in. He's well, got to think about well, it. Because he said, uh, maybe, I don't know what he did, but I think a lot of these people are holding on these BitConnect tokens. What if the, what if it goes back up in value? Right, it could very well. And I mean, Regicoin went up in they value. May, they may think they got scammed, and then they may like completely uh, buy back into this whole thing. So, so Jason Cyber told me that uh, that Reggie Middleton was displaying his uh, his his software this week. Oh, good. Yeah, perfect. He said that Lighthouse, that like report that we talked about a couple weeks ago, is a complete hack job, um, which good. is hilarious. So, like, I, I this means to me that like Reggie is going to make some kind of announcement about his work, his working <laughs> software, <laughs> <laughs> his working software, and uh, which and doesn't I, really matter. Right, but no, but it doesn't matter. But, at all, but, but I think it might pamp. <laughs> like any news is news. Oh, yeah. Like that's the thing about Bitcoin yeah. is that like like generally you're like looking for good news for something to go up, but in Bitcoin you just want news. Yeah, right. news well, is news. And the thing about ver- thing all about news ver- is pamperworthy. You just gotta get if you get your name yeah. in anything. Oh yeah. Well, uh, there's been a few things that go up just because like oh hey guys we came out with like <laughs> we came wallet. out hey guys we came out we came out <laughs> we came out of the closet. And the thing the weird thing about Veritas is Reggie's been very conservative with getting it on exchanges. Right. There there it isn't on any exchange. It's like on Ether Delta. Right. Like that's it. So that's great. So what happens when it gets listed on something it, and I, I know what it, either it's gonna go up or, or it's, it's gonna, gonna go down, down right? because yeah. Yeah. Two right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, 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 we're gonna find out the uh, right. the fun way what what, what happens with uh, with Reggie's coin. Right, we're gonna so th- Reggie's Reggie's coin is a uh, Reggie coin is my favorite coin. Oh yeah. I yeah. love it. Well but because it's all it, t- I mean in my head it's it's based on Reggie. Here's and my other question. So like, strategy, okay, like so so McAfee has his public company, right? Uh, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what, what's it? MG MGT or something? Yeah. When the fuck is that gonna pamp? Oh, it has it? I, I don't think it has. Like, let's go look. We should check it out. Because I don't think that that, I, like, in the stock market, like, that's really the only, like, way you can, like, have exposure to Bitcoin. And, I mean, it's arguable whether it's valuable at all. <laughs> but I don't think that's ever mattered to anybody, right? Like, why why would this be divorced from the same, like, hype? Yeah, this is. Uh, I think it's. I think the symbol is actually MGTI. Yeah, is MGTI. Management Capital Investments. MGT Capital Investments. So this it, is like. And uh, uh, in the last year, five. Well, it's gone up a little bit. It went up a I little bit. I just don't. I don't think that's a big enough recently. pamp. I think that like. I think that that. No. I think this could pamp. I think it's going to happen at some point that people like realize that this is McAfee coin. So you think this will pamp at some point? I don't see why well, it wouldn't. But but it's essentially McAfee and whatever the fuck he's doing in crypto. Well, no, no. He just at, at some point he's just going to say like we're holding crypto and then this and go whoop. Oh, I see what you mean. I, yeah. I just think that like there's no way this doesn't like have uh, some you know like explosion moment. Yeah, because because there's been a lot of explosion moments lately with people and like other public companies. Everyone's trying. Everyone's fucking trying. Do, like, making a like blockchain play Kodak. and seeing their yeah. their their value shoot up. Yeah, I mean we kind of have this later in the notes, but like the Kodak coin thing happened last week. They announced Kodak, you know, announced they were going to so do a token. 
Right. And or or whatever. That doesn't matter. The, all I have to do is come out and be like blockchain. Right. And and then their stock value like doubled. Like, right. Like a stupid amount. And was it you that told me that they've that, uh, something about them and silver? Well, yeah, they, they they became a big silver. But look at this. In, in uh, 531-2017, um, McAfee coin has gone up 360%. Yeah. With with some volume here. Like that's that's some decent volume. So I may I may actually do this myself. Like they're a little bit of they're a little bit of yeah. yeah. Well, in, I, my, in my retirement portfolio, I want some exposure to to um well, this gives you like exposure to the whole crypto market. Well, maybe. this to me, like this gives me, yeah, because like it, it's like caffeine coins. Kind of like, like kind of like putting money into Overstock. You said exactly. Kind of a weird yeah. risk exposure to Bitcoin. Right. Because, I yeah. think that this is like this is McAfee coin. So like McAfee's like into everything. Mm-hmm. So this this might be a great way to like just you know get your get your exposure on mm-hmm. um, in in a way that like lets you participate in the PAMP. Because like here's the thing, like this I don't see why McAfee coin doesn't go all the way to the top. Why wouldn't that be the one to PAMP? Right. I don't know. I just think it's really Which funny. Like <laughs> if, it, if, it, like, if it's like the top ten like uh, company, like like it just good, right? Like, like, just, like watch it become like a billion dollar company for no reason other than they like they keep saying the word like crypto, right. Bitcoin, Bitcoin, crypto, crypto, crypto. Here I am. I'm gonna yeah. get my own dick. Bitcoin's going to hundred thousand right, dollars. Exactly. Yeah, it's gonna be like MGT goes to hundred thousand. <laughs> but yeah, like oh, so so yeah, like Kodak apparently uh, in recent years. Actually, I, I learned this this week from Isabella Kuminska. Okay. Um, apparently, they were uh, after after they kind of collapsed from like the camera market. They they had because of like the fact that they were holding a ton of silver because of uh, it's a key component like uh, in photo exposure shit. Um, they become basically a silver trading company. Huh. So that's that's why crypto actually makes kind of some sense for them. That's interesting. So, but they accidentally got into that. Is that is that what happened? Yeah. Kind of, I mean, like they they, they, they they basically closed down their operations and have like slowly become really like a silver trading company. So right. Like, but they use this silver. Isn't such yeah. For, you know, for their right products. But this the, my point is that this like th- like generally I think what people are thinking is like Kodak is a picture company. And then they are like now getting into crypto. But the reality is that they were a picture company who got into silver and now like are announcing crypto stuff. So like it's not untenable mm-hmm. that that would be something that they would, you know, try to do. But it is very fucking weird. And they're like proposing their own coin for like, I don't know, copyright management. Oh, really? Something that like that. Yeah. That's something it's, it's like copyright management oh, stuff. Something huh. like that. Yeah. But it, and their value, you know, they got a lot of uh, a lot of attention. Well, I, I mean, like people were saying that like their dads were like wanting to invest in it because like ever, like it made a lot of uh, splash in, in mainstream. Kodak coin. You know, the mainstream it's media. Like, <laughs> it's Kodak Kodak One platform and Kodak Coin cryptocurrency helping photographers protect their creative endeavors. Huh. You know, I could have sworn they had an office down here, but I, I they probably be, do. I might be wrong about that. Um, and that's that's. Yeah, SEC regulated. I mean, this yeah, is ICO. hilarious. I mean, like, this community <laughs> will be supported. We're going to put money into this, right? Sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll pamp it. This community will be supported with a set of unique benefits only available by the issuance of Kodak Coin cryptocurrency via an SEC regulated <laughs> initial <laughs> coin offering. So I mean, like, this That's is the point. thing. Like, like public companies are now trying to do an ICO in addition. Like, this is just this is butter. It's so funny to me because, like, you, you have this public company, you make money doing one thing, mm-hmm. and then you just have fucking butter on top of it. Like, you're just like, we're just going to do a ICO then. Yes. I so I think an ICO is going to become, like, a, a main part of public companies. We're going to see that. They're going to announce it. It's going to be just free money for everybody. Um, they're going to have to They're gonna have to be in the weird position of trying to figure out whether they're going to distribute the ICO money or whether they're going to hold it. And I'm, I'm going to assume they're going to hodl um, and, and like do like these Irish sandwich things. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically what they're doing is a fiduciary list obligation or a fiduciary obligation list 
um, uh, fundraise, and like there's absolutely no, there's nothing on them. They don't have to worry about it. Well, they're not giving up any equity. It, it's no a crowd equity, sale. right? So I mean, this is good for them because they don't have to worry about what they're. It giving makes. Up. I mean, what happens if Kodak raises like four billion dollars? It, it's it, they just keep it. it. Right, they just well, get it. It's just, it's just they right. theirs. Like, but well, but yeah. if all these ICOs that are in between, like trying to do regulation, like be, reg, reg, be we want to play with the regulations and like be good, or and the other ones that are like fuck it, these public companies are probably going to be the most like we want to make sure we're. In the well, I guarantee spectrum. you, in every so single like, one of them. But like, how does every, that? Every single one of these companies now has a team looking at how they can themselves launch an ICO, right? So mm-hmm. Kodak is coming up with image rights. That's mm-hmm. what they're trying to do. Um, and I'm sure that other companies will do the same thing. There's a startup in Miami that's doing an ICO. Yeah. They're, trying to, they're looking at doing it. And of they're, course. And they're like they facial, but they're like a weird like facial recognition company. That right. Like, like <laughs> that, but, that's, that, but that's so like bad because you're already in a space where they're probably like making waves. And like now you're exposing your risk to a whole new like. Well, I mean, there's going to be some weird. Because like when, when, remember when Kickstarter happened and then like uh, Oculus Rift got all that money, right? Mm-hmm. And then they sold it to Facebook and everyone was like really mad at them. Cause, like, but they had no, no obligation or equity. Holding so like it wasn't like it there was their decision right. like ICOs are even worse. This is like this is the inevitable like sort of extension of what happens when you open like uh, open this shit up to like non qualified investors. Mm. What's weird also is that th- what you just described. I- it's really they're describing a utility token, right? Which, which s- in a weird way falls outside of the need for the SEC. Uh, to be involved in that, yeah, y- you know what I mean. But it, it, well, that, that's that's the claim, right? So like, well it's, it's a claim. weird, it's, it's a weird, always the claim. It's a weird admission that you're doing an ICO for an utility token that you're then getting SEC approval on, right? Right. Well, just in but case, it's like it just seems in case you like decide that, this is that not does a utility in token. some right. That does in some sense invalidate the claim that it's a utility token. Of like course, you wouldn't course. need to get SEC involvement if it was like I don't know. Like, do you think Chuck E. Cheese goes to like the SEC like every time it like prints tokens off? They stop for its fucking machines. They stop with the. Well, it doesn't matter. They have a sliding card. It doesn't matter. Like, call it. I think the like SEC like probably. Yeah, do you think they, they call it like the SEC? So like, we're going to issue a, a card right, right, so right. people can play basketball at Chuck E. Cheese. Can we do that? Is that legal? And they're like, like the SEC's like, why are you calling us? I want to yeah. believe, <laughs> I really want to believe that it was true that somebody was taking the Chuck E. Cheese tokens. Oh, yeah. And, like, and selling <laughs> them as Bitcoins? Like, well, yeah. It's I like think that was true, Dante. Like I think that was 100% them, a story. Like a I don't know. I, I heard. I think it was I like a fake. It was like it a was fake real. But I like that. Could've but I like that. Whatever. Whatever. Very f- fake. It'd be great if it was. It was real. Well, well, I, 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 I think, think it's like selling cocaine, like in, or like like as baby powder is cocaine yeah. or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I want to see a bunch of kids like through one of the things that they use, like get a lot of crypto money right. and end up with like <laughs> thousands of dollars and be like, ah, look at me. Are, are they are they going to be collectibles now? Like what? Cheese tokens that people took home with them that they never. So there's 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 answers to that. Number one, the question is going to be how much nostalgia. Uh, is in that che- Chuck E. Cheese token, right? Right, because it's it's not going to be va- valuable for like twenty years. Number right, two right. is how many people decide that they're going to be collectible today. Right. Well, it depends on the condition. Doesn't matter. Like I, I like think that like because the condition is only going to be respect is going to be a, a contingent on how many people actually hold these coins, mm-hmm. and then how much inside, how much intrinsic value, and and by intrinsic value I mean emotional value is contained within these. Twenty years from now, there's going to be so a lot of well, emotional value. Maybe that's that's my assessment on collectibles. By I the could, way, yeah. right? Well, I could see like people that have been maybe not recent people that have gotten in here, but like people that have been on for a little bit longer. 
liking like some of these like as yeah like like for example this is maybe really bad but you remember aurora coin where they tried to airdrop like a token to a bunch oh, of people yeah. in Iceland it failed yes. horribly. <laughs> like that'd be a, like that like that's like a funny thing that if you were like paying attention to that as a Bitcoin around that time you might be like oh yeah I I want to hold on to some Aurora coin or I could right. see some of these or, like, old or coins or even like Doge maybe yeah. that's why Dogecoin that like people want to ha- I don't know like Dogecoin you know is uh is this dead you know funny Ar- Aurora coins a buck forty four by the way oh wow yeah. It's, oh, that. it's not well. It's not. Yeah. It's not know, what it used to be, but it sure is. Within yeah. the last, uh, within the last week or so, there's somebody who's in some of the different chats and what have you. Was uh, I? I think he was involved with something related to fantasy football or something like that. The Super mm-hmm. Bowl was involved and whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I guess he was doing an airdrop of some kind. Right. And I'm thinking, okay, well, where is this going to get airdropped? Right. So it's it's like. But you had to download an app. I'm like, fuck, I'm not downloading. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I, I don't know. It's just like a policy of mine. I don't, I don't even like clicking on uh, certain links. Mm. So anyway, so but, uh, much for that, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, like some of these are going to, we'll see. Maybe, maybe they'll have like that weird sentimental value of, uh, of being a collectible. Um, so what do you, so you were kind of talking about like, because Kodak coin does this and other companies right. are doing it, where, like you were saying what you think is going to happen next and what we might see. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I think that the next stage of this is that these, like a lot of crypto companies are going to go public. So like yeah. a lot of them have done their ICOs. I think it's probably better to do your ICO before you go public. Cause you have like showings of huge earnings. Um, and you can go public and investors will reward you in the weirdest way. I think they're, we're going to see a huge pump. And I think it's going to be very similar to the dot-com era. The difference is that a lot of these companies are going to have, like, infused money twice, right? They're going to have, like, they're going to have an ICO under their belt. And then in addition to that, they're going to have, like, an IPO, right? So they're just going to have free and clear money. And then they're going to have an IPO that, like, comes in and, like, values that money in addition, like, at, at some expensive rate. And, uh, and then they're going to have to, you know, s- go from there and prove value. There's also all of the uh, blockchain hopping ICOs. What do you mean? That, well, you have uh, you have an ICO that happens on the Bitcoin blockchain under, say, Counterparty. Right. And then they say, okay, we are going to go do another ICO because we're moving over to ERC-20 oh, like, on well Ethereum. Oh, that's, that's storage. storage. Storage did that. But, I mean, did anyone else? I think well, they've, I, been moving I, from, they've been moving from Ethereum to other tokens. Yeah, that's true. They're, now, when is storage going to do like a stellar like ICO? I can't wait for that. Yeah, There's yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> well, but, but for example, one of, the, one, one of the ones that Pamp and Pamp first got in on and, yeah. and, and profited hard was yeah. Mobile Go. Yes. And they did it on both Ethereum and that's uh, right. Waves. So, they actually didn't even like start on one and move to the other. They, they were like, we're going to do it on two different. Are we still holding that or what? Did we, nah, we I sold like, that. Oh, okay. But, but we, it was, it was, uh, we we got like it seems to have pamped see see like the, see see that right first here top? top no no yeah, no no, right no, 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 no no at the beginning right here beginning of the chart no here. All, the way oh, all, all the way over here here yeah yeah somewhere there that's when we sold there are the high five yeah but high five but like that was less bitcoin than now see what, what, yeah but man. you know you really would have done better holding off till here Sean well in the end now I'm pissed oh yeah what's the name just hodled everything what is the name of that one uh that recently did an ico they had pebbles or something was that pacific uh oh the guy that like goes yeah yeah uh, to the meetup no yeah no 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 i don't know anything no 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 but so but he was talking i don't know if he ended up doing it but he was talking about doing this simultaneously on multiple 
chains. Right. You know, that would have that would have qualified. Not one switching and hopping but from that, one that's to the other. That guy's an idiot. Like they, there are other like like who's done it that's like like the storage is the only one I can really think of. I mean there's been others that have like raised from other chains, but they're not they're not like releasing on multiple like MobileGo didn't release on multiple chains. They just did like they released on ERC twenty, but they took funds in anything. I think that guy sold that. They took funds. Sold they out took in funds two hours in or an hour. Bitcoin, Pebbles? Ether, and yeah, but I, there wasn't a lot of money though. I think not. it was like two million or something. Yeah, well, you know, Trump. It's a, his, and his then, idea is a real stupid idea. And then the Kin ICO, they were like, "We're going to move to Stellar." Right. That's right. Kin yeah. is going to Stellar though. Yeah. So like that. That I think that Stellar is going to start gonna, being in the news ne- here. Neo is going to have some ICOs. You think so? Out. Yeah, they already nice. have. They okay. have. Uh, they have. They've had some of these other like blockchain platforms are very like yeah you can do ICOs. The ICO like heat wave of like fervor seems to have um, like gone down a little bit, and and you have like these bigger projects where that one goes. Cra- going Someone asked over, me how long I think this this shit's gonna pump for. Yeah, okay. well, what's your guess? I mean, like ICOs. How long do you, I mean? How long before like we are back to sanity? Because like right now everything's pumping. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there is this value that's hidden in these currencies, right? Maybe they're like like I've always assumed that Bitcoin has about a three trillion dollar like low hanging fruit market cap. Like if it were just like people like you know divorced men hiding shit from their wife and uh, gamblers, mm-hmm. you know at that point like I think. I think that there's like three trillion dollars in value, but it's it's clear to me at this point that like a lot of that value that like nearly a trillion in value or half a trillion in value is like in these other coins, right? Um, plus Bitcoin, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's like distributed among all these coins. So you're thinking that th- they'll be uh, all repatriated? Well, I, I know, think I think like that's probably true, but like it may or the may money not that's be. Been It'll be repatriated into Bitcoin. Right, right. Um, I, I I mean, in in a world where like my thesis is that like Bitcoin does win. Then, uh, then yeah, that would be that would be the thesis. Yeah, I think that it would be repatriated. Right. Um, but like, how long before like uh, we see like the collapse? Like in the '90s, we saw the fucking like uh, bubble collapse. Sure. In, like what? 2000 was it? I think it was 99, 2000. So I think I think we're gonna see the same thing. I think yeah, that I think 2000. Here's the thing: if Trump times it right, what I think is hilarious is if crypto starts pumping, like I think it will, when these companies start going public. I think we're gonna see like a five-fold increase in 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 like the value in the stock market. It's gonna be absolutely obscene, right? And I think Trump is gonna oversee that, and that will be what rides him to a second term if he uh, if 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 it's if it's timed correctly. Well, wait a second. What's it today's could, well, day? It could be. Well, because here's the thing too about and and going off of that book, the Trump administration is having a lot of trouble like getting people into these positions, right? Right. So there's people that are like lacking in like where they need to be in terms of regulating different industries. Wait, wait. Which positions are you talking about? There's a few cabinet positions and whatnot. But I, what, what, I don't think any are unfilled uh, at all. I know. I, I, mean, I, I know. Josh that, said it. But I, 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 okay. I, I, like, look. There, there are I think about 200 appointments that need to be made in the State Department, and there's almost nothing being made. Well, you talk, well, those are not appointed positions, are they? Yeah, in, they are. Inside the State Department? Yeah, there's 200, well, there's who, 200 or so. And, and who validates those? I mean, The do Congress they, does, but like he has to nominate. The administration has to nominate. Okay, I, I, yeah, I, I heard you say... But basically, our, our foreign policy positions are, like, are nearly... Like, as I hear it in the State Department right now, there is like the morale is just zero. Because none of these appointments are being made. Do you have special sources? Yes. Oh, <laughs> special sources. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> but, but 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 Dante, that's good for this, right? Because that means there's le- that means there's there's no one's gonna see no one's gonna regulate that right. shit. I want I, that, I, I want less <laughs> government. Right. You know, well, that's what's happening. Yeah. There's, well, last like, night, well, everyone <laughs> wants less government. They'll <laughs> the go government. government all the way to five trillion, ten trillion dollars. The government in in bloat, and then and when it explodes, we'll have a, a big problem on our hands. The but government like, yeah. shut down. <laughs> the, gov- the government shut down last night. You know, 
Did you you heard about that? That definitely uh, happened. Did you I, notice? I heard about that. Did you notice? I didn't notice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. So how do you know? You know, how do you even notice that? By the way, I um, mean, it's it's more expensive to shut down the government. I just want to I just want to remind. First of all, the uh, the right now the block height is a. Uh, uh, five zero five two two five. Does that make you think like 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 uh, maybe time? Maybe Gene Roddenberry had it correct. Like uh, when you know at the beginning of Star Date, like Captain's Log, Star right. Date four seven nine. I, I, three, I was nine, thinking six, about seven. that. Like, do you think that's what it is? Like, like I was Captain's thinking, Log block height we four nine seven. We could give out the date and time. <laughs> three, nine, two, nine. <laughs> we could give out the date and time, and I said, you know what? That's just too normy. You know, it is, it is very normy. <laughs> so I'm just from now on. I'm well, thinking we start you do, to show. You know what? If I got one of those, uh, like a digital watch, I'd, I'd want like the block, uh, yeah. the block height on it. I, so I agree. Like, what time is it? Oh, it's uh, four thousand or four hundred thirty-seven thousand six nine hundred. Yeah. Right. And I just want to point out another thing. You did not introduce yourself, and you did not introduce yourself. We didn't introduce ourselves. Well, we don't need week. to. Everyone knows who we are this week. Well, well <laughs> <laughs> be. I, I can't wait, Dante. Uh, Dante, you should you should develop alopecia, just like uh, John Luke Picard. Yeah, and you should be doing like diaries like that, and you you have to sit at your desk and read them to well, your wife. Like, <laughs> but I I mean I Captain's have the next log. best thing. Yeah, <laughs> I have a da- very sharp Dante's razor blade. I shave my head. Dante's log four hundred thirty-seven thousand six hundred thirty-two <laughs> starting. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you saying, Dante? I'm saying that <laughs> you are John Seth. Yeah, I am John Seth. And you are Sean, aka King David. There you go. And you're I am Dante. I am not your Santa. You are not. No, that's, it's, it's Christmas is over. I know. That's why I said I'm not your Santa. Yeah, it might even. It's it, Christmas. I'm somebody's is over, yeah. Santa. Well, you're. You yeah. know, whatever. I bet you are. <laughs> 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 oh my God, though. Yeah, like, um, where were we? I guess I just, I just fucked everywhere. this market, or like, how oh, long yeah, do you yeah. think we have? Like, I don't know. So I, I think I'm giving it. Well, I think seven years. Seven years. Oh wow, that's. I think seven that's years. That's very bullish. Right. I think. I think. I think that we're going to see a we weird. I think we're going to move from like the crypto markets to seeing pamping in the real, mm-hmm. like the re- the real markets. I think we're going to see pamping in the in the in in like this, the S and P and uh, the other markets. And I think that's where I think that's where the pamp will be for a which is bit. great. I heard a thing that like back in the this may come from the dot com bubble, but yeah. like uh, somebody made the quote when you're like. Some guy was like my cab driver started like telling me what stocks he was <laughs> putting money in. And, cab like, driver. and the person thought that right. was an indicator of like now it's time to get out. Everyone um, has those stories because you know what? I bet there's like 45 other people who are like my cab driver said it. Right. It was like but four that, months into but it. But that doesn't mean like that it was wrong. But, but that doesn't mean that like like it w- it w- with what you just said, I could see like yeah, your cab driver is telling you about you know uh, red coin or some shit, and that has nothing like to do with it. Like like it, it could sustain itself where. Everybody's cab driver and Uber driver is talking about this shit, and like it just keeps it keeps going. You know, it's the not the ones who. It's have a funny. It's a funny thing to say and think yeah. about, but it doesn't necessarily mean because like I have some friends who are kind of like I love them, but they're you know they're schmoes, and <laughs> when they start telling me like what shit coins like ICOs they're getting in yeah, on, yeah, then you get no time. Then to get I'm out. like, okay, like like they started sell on the news. They I feel like that's when you get in. Like that's yes, <laughs> yes. That I mean, like what's funny here is that like like. I mean that that statement's funny in a market where like things don't respond very quickly, but like in this fucking market, like you know you're getting you're getting news like three or four days in advance, and then it pamps for like a week, and then it unpamps, mm-hmm. right? Right, right, right. Um, so like I feel like the th- when for me the instant people start telling me that they're getting in, that's when I'm like, okay, here it goes, time to get in. Right, right. Like that that for me that's <coughs> how it feels. That makes sense. Like, yeah. That makes sense. But the world's also a bigger place now. Um, than it was same size place. Same size. More people. Well, there's more. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> even, <laughs> even where like, I don't know. Yeah. 
like this these scan these these things can go through other countries at, for God knows how long. Um Well I think seven like years. Like in other words, yeah. Right. I mean so, what, what's your prediction? Yeah. What do you what do you think like what 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 is your sort of vision of the cycle of all of this going? Like how do you think this is gonna work? You talking to me? Yeah, either of you. Like, I have I, I no. Just think, like, I, I have uh, like I, I, okay. When does so this, when does this bleed into traditional markets? Like when do like colleges start putting money into this so that they can get fucked? Um. Okay. When well, does that start? I, I bet. I bet you some of that started already. I I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I would think so. There's we just more. Don't know there's bigger it. financial players here really trying to like like create ETFs, the futures market. Like it seems to be trying to figure it out. That mainstream financial that are kind of like okay. Uh, this this is something that we want to set up the infrastructure for to yeah. have regulated like exposure to right and you may have and and then as that kind of develops and maybe that's going on right now maybe that's still going to be like a yeah. few months a year I or so like like let's say uh not to be too bold but let's say but like people are like oh bitcoin's gonna hit a hundred thousand dollars within like right. next year like people are saying that <laughs> in, in my head like that's that's gonna be uh i, I don't know like if, if if bitcoin hit a hundred thousand i'd be very like do I, how how many of these shit coins does Pam, Pam, Pam right. want to hold on to? Because like, right. where are we at when that when that happens? Yeah. I what I'm looking forward to is seeing some of these bigger blockchains start having like really f- hilarious problems. Yeah, like not that Ethereum hasn't because it has been hilarious. Well, yeah, but I want to see like 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 at what point does like Dash go down? For example, I don't know, and it might not I until know, I, like I they the, arrest. I think Dash uh, will get bigger and bigger. Evan Evan. Well, I don't think I, I think Evans kind yeah. of sold his coins and is like essentially exited the project though. But there's somebody running that thing. Did you? I'm sure they they had a huge presence, uh, you know, like at events like lately. So like I, I don't right. know, like they're still. Well, they're I, still I think that they they have their like masternode like voting system where they like make decisions together. Oh, they, they yeah <laughs> they hire like the, the blockchain hires people. Remember? Oh yeah, like Amanda <laughs> B. Johnson was. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they hired her. Yeah, yeah, they, the, the blockchain. Yeah, uh, they came to that consensus. That was a whole like. concept, right? Was she might be the first blockchain the, employee. The the the, the DAO, <laughs> not <laughs> <the> number one, <laughs> but the concept of having DAOs was was like a thing, like a decentralized uh, autonomous organization, and that you don't really hear the term DAO being used like. Forward thinking. Well, I mean, we don't. It blew we, we up. Don't, yeah, they, we, we don't they, hear it now because like the DAO has the DAO. <laughs> don't name don't name your project after something that you like want to keep using the word for. Right. That's that's the lesson. Ex- yeah. Because like DAO is gone. Like now it's DAPs. Other DAPs. Yeah, DAPs. We're daps. gonna have the DAP. <laughs> the DAP. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, Man. So oh I think uh, Kodak is just like the canary in the coal mine uh, for for what you're talking about yeah. with these other companies. That's what I think. The other companies are gonna keep their eye out. I, th- I think we have to see like, like Kodak. We have to see like an ICO from like current public companies, and then we have to see current uh, companies that are in the crypto space start going public. And like, I mean, it's simple. Like, I mean, Dante, remember Netscape, right? Oh yeah, sure. Who took, of course. Net, who took Netscape public? Uh, Andre, uh, uh, Andreessen uh, uh, Horowitz. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who? Wh- which? Uh, which company is he with? Uh, he's with uh, one of the AC, yeah. AC, well, A16s, right? Yeah. yeah. Who? So who? who what, what? Like, I think that you could probably make some predictions about who's going to go public based on his history. So, mm-hmm. like, we have Twenty One, which is now Earn.com. Right. Um, we have like a lot of his other investments, like Ripple. Um, we have Coinbase. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's in, in Ripple, but like, I think that that's what's going to happen here. Oh. I think that like, I think that like Earn.com without any oh. revenues is going to go public. That is my prediction. I think that's going to be one of the first. Speaking, mm. speaking of Coinbase, so uh-huh. I, so this is really, so I I've been getting a lot of phone calls from a, a lot of like normies and people that are. You know, they've been uh-huh. hearing about this stuff for years, and they read in the papers and whatever, and they're they're starting to get a little bit of FOMO and the whole bit. Of right? course. So I'm getting all kinds of calls. But some of these people are, like, old friends of mine. So I, you can't just say, 
you, you don't know enough about how to do this. You're, you're going to hurt yourself. That's Just right. That's what like I was back, saying. Back away. So I get a call today from an old friend of mine, like 30 years ago. Uh, he calls me and he says, hey, listen, I'm at my bank right now. And I'm like, yeah. Well, I was trying to set up a, a Coinbase thing. And I said, yeah. And bottom line is, he's telling me, and I have no idea what he did, but he's telling me that Coinbase, assuming he's really on Coinbase and it's right. not some man in the middle attack, but he says Coinbase asked him for his, you know, brand name of the bank insert here, right, for his login and password. Okay. I'm like, no, no, no. They're, they're not asking you for the login and password for your bank. I mean, that just sounds insane. Sounds correct to me. That they ask for your login? Yeah, Mint.com does it. Like, there's plenty of like companies that do that. Like, it's qu QuickBooks does that. Like, well, I, I don't... I, 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 yeah, okay, but in other words, about you could have a login and pass... Well, first of all, uh, how does that account for the fact that maybe somebody's got a half a dozen different bank accounts? You know, well, then you can within ask that the login and password for all of them. I mean, like, Coinbase well, has figured out. Yeah, it, there's no. I don't see. There's no reason for them to do that. They uh, other uh, places have just deposited like a couple of uh, random uh, pennies into your account, and you go back and say, "Yeah, here's what." I mean, they, that's for verification purposes, right? But now, why would they need a login and password for verification for purposes? They don't have to do that. Yeah, I I wouldn't. Would Would you give out your login and password? I have no reason. To some it's uh, encrypted. Like it's fine. That's that's exactly like banks are doing. It's not encrypted. It, it, once you're logged in, they've got everything from your account. I mean, it, it's not the same as but them doing in ACH. They can you can claw back funds in an account. No, 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 no. But right now, what any of these companies do is they they deposit funds into your account, yeah. and if they have a a reason that's supposed to be a legitimate reason. Let's say they accidentally made a deposit into your account. They could claw it back. And that's what the ACH system allows them to do. But if you're giving them a login and password, you have people who work. I mean, I, I don't even believe that that's what they were. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, maybe well, I, don't, really I don't understand I think, your complaint. Like, you can I think claw back your money. So you, like just say, you just say this person who... Uh, they they needed access to my bank, which is I guess like it's, it's essentially an API login. That's they just say like you would say like this is a this user authorized transaction that I didn't sign off on and uh, it's their fault. I want I want my money back, and then you 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 know like all it's right. like if Mint.com like authorized yeah, like Mint, Mint.com Mint. asks me for my password and username <laughs> all the time. That's how they validate well, my account information. Mint.com is an entirely different business proposition. You can you can decide to engage in them managing all your accounts. So that's their whole they're purpose. They're you just give looking them. at them. Like, like Dante, like with Coinbase, the reason to do that is so that they don't have to do those penny transactions to like confirm but ACH. But are, are, you, are, you, so are you familiar with this? I mean, do you know that they actually do I, that? I'm not sure if they do. It's been a long time since like confirming bank accounts in Coinbase, but like that, I, doesn't, I that doesn't seem odd to me. I have never, ever had any entity that, that I was going to deal with, well, you know, such as even PayPal. I would ne I've never been asked for my login and password because some person at that company is bad enough you have to you know trust them. But some person at the company what? Any person in that company would have any access to your login and password for for all of your accounts. It's encrypted. But what does that mean? If you have the login and password, you can log in. Well, I don't know what level of access like Wells Fargo is giving them through the API, but like it, it's it's probably just confirming your account. 
Even so, like, is so, it, so and what? And is it, 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 it might just be a um, like they're doing like a like an uh, like an OAuth type of thing. Well, where, oh, you're, where oh, you're using your you're using like your Wells Fargo credentials to log in. Or well, but what you're saying is that you're actually are like you're like in other words like you're on Coinbase when you sign in, they they redirect you to a page that's like part of Wells Fargo. You log into your Wells Fargo account, and that authorizes right, Wells Fargo right. into Coinbase is in. So right, is like that's what you're saying. I don't know, but oh, I mean, okay, here's yeah. the thing. I mean, I know how OAuth works, and mm-hmm. and you would be logged into that that particular account, and then it, it, it you're granting them whatever permission you know that they're asking for through that right method, right? But I, I guess what I'm saying, I, and maybe I'm just pointing something out. Maybe it is OAuth. Mm-hmm. Maybe. The um, Coinbase is saying, "Here, log into your Wells Fargo account, and then they're going to use OAuth." But I'm talking about they're onboarding like newish people, and a lot of those new people have never even done a transaction of any kind where OAuth was being used. I mean, there are, you know, well some I people. But Dante, like, like it's so much less friction to just log into your account than to do those like, penny exchanges. Like, like Coinbase's goal is to get you trading as quickly as possible. That's how they make money. I understand, but they're, they're, they're not doing it quickly if the user says, oh, I don't know about this, and then they go into their bank branch, and then they're spending hours trying to figure out if it's legitimate or if it's not. It's a lot less scary to have, like, what PayPal does, and they just deposit 11 cents and another deposit of 17 cents, you go, you 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 go into your own account. I'd be, I'd and be, you I verify. W- I'd be willing to bet that it's way cheaper for Coinbase to do it this way. Who, but because they don't have to do any of that management, they don't have to do any like calling. There's nothing. There's, there's nothing no there. calling. It's all done through a, a web. I guarantee interface. you. I guarantee you that like there's like nobody calls anybody. Guarantee you that if you're doing ACH transactions uh, and you're doing those like verification. Uh, steps people are calling in and asking like where the money is or they're not like validating it because they forget about it. Um, I mean, I've well, who's to assume that a person with an account at, at a major bank? W- why would anyone assume that that person even has a login through a web interface? What if they don't want that? Then they probably don't get to trade on Coinbase. Well, I mean, Coinbase don't care. Uh, like I'm just pointing out that I think it's really st- stupid of them. To do that because well, but then th- well their numbers probably disagree with you. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can say that their numbers. Uh, and honestly, if you're, if you're really sketchy about if you're really right. sketchy about providing the information, they're smart. But now, now, now you're a million now, in, uh, but now you're also cutting yourself off from like getting into this space. And now you know a lot of these people well, probably shouldn't even be getting into Bitcoin to begin with. So, or, or well, that I'm not gonna say they should or shouldn't, but like you know, if they're new and oh, like they're well, it's kind of okay. So. What what I'm also saying is that um, there was a time I remember one of these big banks uh, years ago, early on, where they were sending out newsletters, and w- what they were doing actually it was like Wells Fargo dot marketing company dot com, you know, and they're sending out an official Wells Fargo kind of thing, but it's not coming from them. Sure, it's coming from some marketing company who's producing it and everything else. And they also had, like, login links to your account. And I'm thinking, holy cow, th- is this not a horrible way to train people uh, that it's okay if there is an unauthorized uh, domain, not, you know, from some third party that they should trust it? And, you know, that's how you get caught in these phishing See, things. Yeah. So that, that's kind of what I was pointing out. Uh, I, there was no way to know if that was a legitimate thing that Coinbase was trying to do or 
you know, uh, how how do you? Well, you can know it's legitimate because you're logged into your account when they're doing it. So like that's, I mean, like you can you can criticize the method, you can criticize the like way they've done it, but like they like if if you're in Coinbase, you're going to have to do KYC the way they want you to do KYC, or to give them app access or API access the way that you want that they want that uh, access given. Well, I, you, you, well, they can ask for anything that they want. I I'm, you know, I, my, I don't know what their numbers are, but my assumption is that like that that is a minority opinion. I'm like, but it was not even. As, as I'm, I'm bringing up uh, an anecdotal sure. thing from today. You know, literally, and um, just because Coinbase has numbers, it doesn't mean that everything that they do is even very smart. Look at the 3.2 million dollars that they have stuck in an address. Uh, you know, w each uh, UTXO being worth about two bucks. Mm. I mean, that wasn't brilliant. Well, yeah, but that, that 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 doesn't. That's a. I mean, it's a. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> it has nothing to do with this question at all. Well, no, but I mean, uh, we don't even know that this is true. Number one, I, I don't know anything about the onboarding through Coinbase because sure. I've opted never to use them. You know, I mean that from like early on. I just didn't like sure them. You know how they do things, and that's fine. It's okay for other people, but um, it. It, it caused a lot of angst. Uh, so if it's hap you know, if it creates angst with this one individual, I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised that other people, you know, find it. Because uh, I mean, they're they're being, you know, a little skeptical and careful, and you know, not everybody is as experienced with how to, you know, how to figure it out. I, I just think it would be a people are weird enough over even having someone have any kind of access to their bank account. Oh, I know. I know I mean, I've spoken to a lot but of other then people, then people without this. Yeah, but then those people don't. They're not. They're not going to get into. They're not going to buy Bitcoin through Coinbase. So. Right. If you're a paranoid person, probably not about a that terrible you're idea. Like, you're probably yeah. rather. You're, you're probably better off meeting a black guy. Who's right. going to meet you in a bank? And well, that was really like, racist. No, it's just the way it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a so you're going to have like a fucking <laughs> local Bitcoins like uh, transaction. Right. Like, yeah. Right. And like, if you're sketchy about people moving or like putting money into your bank account, um, you're probably going to be. Uh, less weird about you know the possibility of getting stabbed. Well, I some kind of or just <laughs> or just going to a VTM and like paying more. Like, sure, yeah. So so you, have, you, to, you, you have to you, pay whatever you pay that extra fee is. That. Yeah. What's Coin, funny Coinbase is, is pretty cheap to get Bitcoin from, but you have to you have to sign up and you have to. What's funny to me is that like yeah. to avoid fifteen, like a lot of people are paying like like twelve percent or thirteen percent transaction fees um, at at like these BTMs in order to avoid fifteen percent in capital gains taxes, <laughs> which is really funny. Because, like, who gives a fuck? Just pay your fucking taxes. Yeah. So, wait. So, you know me a lot better and a lot longer than you 20%. know Coinbase. Uh, no. Not no? even close. So, you know you, you know Coinbase? Uh, by, by, yeah, by a lot. Because you were using them. <laughs> Long before you came around. Okay. All right. So, in other <laughs> words, you, you, would trust, you would trust giving a Coinbase employee... Your login and password to all your bank accounts. I, I would I would give you my login and password to my bank accounts, Dante, because the money is clawbackable, and I can just close the account and open a new one. Okay. Like I don't I don't understand the like. No, I'm just. I'm, it I'm doesn't make sense to me. Uh, it's I, more. I, of I know it doesn't. It's more of a testament to how beautiful and amazing uh, banking like regulated banking yeah. is. Like, like I could I could go give a homeless guy my password and get my money back later on when he steals it. Yeah. It's amazing. Well. I don't know. I, I, I just think that... Unless you're Adam Draper. I, I think... <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that the majority... If that's what they were asking for, I don't even know that they were. <coughs> you yeah, know. Yeah. Your, your feeling is that a majority of people wouldn't want to do that. I, I would never give them my login I think you're. Password. I think you're in the minority. 
Well, maybe, maybe almost, maybe almost so. certainly. So otherwise, do, Coinbase would not be making so much what, money. Is it your opinion that you think that whatever audience listens to this, do you think those people would all feel comfortable giving out their login and password to their bank oh, to no, to no, all their we, bank we accounts? Have it, we have idiot libertarian and anarchists. So, like, no, they probably have your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> right. Fair enough. Well, no, plus they all, they hate Coinbase to begin with. So, like, they hate, they hate Coinbase for so other reasons. <laughs> yeah, but like they, it's like you know, uh, a lot of Bitcoin is like fuck Coinbase, fuck them. They suck. No. they uh, they lose shit. They, uh, they, <laughs> they lose shit. Not as not as much as like Charlie Shrem used to lose. Yeah. I used to, like, every time I did a <laughs> transaction before, like with like Charlie Shrem, I'd have to like email him and ask <laughs> Charlie, where's my money? <laughs> that, where's my body he would lose it all the time i could see if like it is like how is like papers everywhere like where is it Shit. that was what was funny about that like <laughs> video that showed him like doing it and i was like oh that's how like it, it felt like doing a much what? more fluid wait, wait, process what video was it i don't know there's some interview where he was like showing like how he does it and he's like here's all the things i have and he's like paper like paper shit on his desk and he would like be combing through them oh, and man. i would i would just be laughing just be like that so that's where the fucking money is you <laughs> just like lose it on his desk Wow. Yeah, I mean, Bitcoin was like, those were the early days, so like nobody like, <laughs> like very weird. It's very different. Holy cow. Very fucking different. Well, uh, I don't know how much we want to talk about this, but to be honest, I got like hit with uh, how early like these days are over the weekend. Yeah, because um, you have a bunch of noobs coming in, and it was funny when you came around, like you were like, in my opinion, like you guys came around so late. I'd been around forever. Yeah. And like... Like years and years, I'd been doing Bitcoin stuff, and like you guys came around, I was like, "This is like you guys are so fucking late," but like no, now now I look back on, I'm like, "Oh my god, those were still early," and I I I, I, I have a, like weird suspicion that even today, like five ten years from now, we're gonna look and be like, everyone who got in, you know, 2011 to 2018 was like still early, right, right, mm-hmm. wouldn't surprise me. Like this is probably still gonna be considered early days. And I saw it the other day. I had a guy, a friend who was talking about he got in, in like August of last year. He started doing Bitcoin stuff. And he's talking now about like how the noobs are ruining it. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I, I found it in twenty eleven, well, well, but I didn't know anybody in person that I could, you know, discuss it with. Yeah, well that's, I, that's everybody. I heard the term Bitcoin probably twenty eleven, twenty twelve, but I read about it. The inception know. date that, isn't until you were like yeah, into it. No, yeah. 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 Well, over the weekend, until you, until so you gave your life to the mountain, yeah. like you were not here. So there's been a lot of coverage that was 20, of this. That, that well, would have been 2013. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, well I thought, I, at that I time, gonna, I thought you were late. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I ended up going to the uh, to New York over the weekend. Oh yeah, you went to the and rare spot oh, yeah. yeah. thing. Well, okay, so. The guy that ended up bidding on the Homer Pepe. So, so there was there was a Pepe auction. There was a there. yes. There yeah. was a there was a Pepe auction. That was the last thing of the day, uh, and they auctioned off uh, multiple rare Pepe's and a Crypto Kitty, and, and a Crypto Kitty. The nice. highest bid was for a one of one Homer Pepe, uh, and the guy it was done in Pepe Cash. So the bidding started at like five thousand Pepe Cash, and you know there's been uh, some coverage of it this week and, and other things. But the guy that uh, bid on it, he be- he ended up paying like 40 grand for the homer pepe right. really and right. yeah and i was talking to him before the auction started 40 grand for a for a counterparty token for a car- for <laughs> yeah. a counterparty token but there yeah. was only one of them there's only yeah. one of them. and it was right it was yeah. it was really rare well mm, this guy rare. I was, was talk- rare as fuck so i was talking to the guy before and he as a trader yeah um he was asking about counterparty 
and because there kind of have been more traders coming in lately, like the price pound or whatever. And he was like, "Yeah, he's like, we're, we're all." Uh, I was listening to this one guy who's been involved in Counterparty for a long time. Yeah, right. He's been <laughs> here for seven months, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I, I was with the, uh, Dan Anderson Droplister, and I look at him like, "Oh, oh boy, God, oh like boy. how fucking yeah." So like, like that that guy's weirdly early. He's probably yeah. only been here for a few Everyone, months. Well, that's the thing. Counter. I mean, remember when like uh, Rare Pepe started, and what's his name? Uh, who uh, the the Union Square uh, Venture guy? Who? Oh, uh, Fred, Fred. Yeah, Fred. Fred Wilson. Like Fred tweeted Wilson, yeah. tweeted out about Rare Pepe's and how like it was mm-hmm. early. And I was like, we've been doing Counterparty for like two years, and like it's early. Like this, this is it's, it's mind blowing to me that this is like, like it, it is amazing that like the community is still so small, and it really is that like you you'd con- you'd be considered early two three years in. Right. It's it's a very different space. Crypto. Oh, this might be yeah. a good place to seg. Oh, well, I want you to come back to the New York thing. Uh, okay. But uh, no, no, no. Uh, I'll put a placeholder here because talking about this sort of thing, I remember day one of uh, Rare Pepe and all that Pepe stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. You hated it. Fuck this for frogs. Yeah. Well, because my, you know, frog, to- the poison is totally like fucking down here. afraid of like frogs. No, not at all. Yeah. No, no, no. No, they, that they're poisonous and they kill dogs, you know, if they you get a dogs. hold of them. And I love dogs. So that's I, not their fault. I, I used to have to go frog hunting. Uh, in, <laughs> in in my yard. Oh, I did. I, I mean, I I I can't even t- count how many Los frogs Pepe's. I've killed. Oh, I've killed a lot yeah, of frogs. I believe right? that. M- more than anybody. But, uh, <laughs> more than anyone. I, <laughs> the, I'm the, the tremendous. Di- I'm a tremendous huge f- my, uh, frog killer. My mom's family yeah. did something when she was a little kid because yeah. their dog was. They had a German Shepherd that ate a frog and, and died. They they put hydrogen peroxide in his mouth and made him throw up. Bomb, they, they made yeah. him live, but they they ended up killing a bunch of frogs because they didn't want him doing that again. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. Do dogs like the taste of frogs. Is that what's going on? They're pe- you know or they, they have like a prey drive. Play with them. Yeah. They, no, no. They 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 have prey drive. So if they see a critter, they'll they'll grab it and kill it and eat it or whatever. I mean, uh, lizards and all that. If if it ever happens with a dog, you have like you gotta you gotta get to throw up immediately. And hydro- well, it, and if you pour hydrogen peroxide down their mouth, it'll make them puke, and that's how right. you uh, exactly get the poison exactly. out. Yeah. But the other thing you do is get you, the poison you, out. You, you yeah. try not to drown them, but you stick a hose in their mouth and you you know a water hose and like rinse. Mm. Well, you do it in such a way where the water is not going down their throat. You know, it's coming back out of their mouth. Yeah, and you try to get rid of all the poison that could be in their mouth. But no, that's a big in, a big issue down here in Florida. But um, so uh, frogs, traps, uh, whatever. Anyway, right. that all that frog stuff. But I, 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 you know, when I, you know, I saw the Pepe things in the beginning, I was like a little dog killers, little traumatized. Yeah. I'm like, these fucking frogs. Yeah. Frogs. So anyway, you know, but now I have my regrets. Now you like them. You know, I now think like about. You know, shit, I missed out on the, I missed the boat, you know? I feel like one I don't of know these why you'd no pointers, that. you know what I mean? I was a no-frogger. What? <laughs> why would you regret that? Like, who gives a fuck? Well, I didn't get a new kitchen. That's why. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I did. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, 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 but anyway, so the thing, the thing is, a couple of weeks ago, I don't know whether it was the last show or the one before, yeah. I was joking around about corn and ethanol and, uh, you know, somebody should create, you know, uh, an old coin where they burn ethanol and all the coin subsidies and all blah, 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 yeah, yeah. corn, corn, you know, and call it, bit, you know, Bitcoin or whatever. Yeah. So that has become a reality. Dante started a scam. Nope. No. But who started it, this scam? One of our friends. <laughs> 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 one of our. No, one of our friends uh, created uh, Bitcoins. Plural. Yeah. So it's bitcoins.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that kind of tells the whole One story. Of our friends, Dan Anderson. Dan yeah. Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean so that, that's that's funny. I mean, like it's it's a funny thing, but like it's just a game, right? It's a game. It's just a game. It's yeah. a game. It's all a game. I think isn't uh, yeah, everything's it's, a game. It, it, it's actually like um 
if anybody's listening that's interested, it's actually a really like fun. Uh, it's it's a game. It's just it's a it's fun a, it's little a fun idea. Project. Yeah, he's just um, trying it. It it, it, right. it, it uh, the main goal is to have fun with it, and I think anybody involved will have fun. The second goal, I think, is just based on counterparty. What right is built on counterparty? Is to kind of show off some of counterparty's features. Features that no um, one knows about. And uh, it's uh, it's a fun a fun little project. So. so it's an ICO, but it's initial it's an initial corn offering. Cr- is crop offering in it. No, initial corn offering. Corn well, you, you get no. you. <laughs> so <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get crops right. based off of uh, how much corn you have. How much crops you have? You'll no, get you get you'll crops. get Bitcoin. Yeah. And depending on so if you own one whole crop as okay. an example, crops. It's called crops. Uh, everything's plural in this world, right? Yeah. So so you have crops, and then uh, every quarter uh, of the calendar year, there's a harvest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you harvest Bitcoin. So this is your, like, get-rich-quick scheme now, Dante? You're going to, like, put a bunch of money in no, this? No, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm reporting the news. I'm reporting the news. The only thing is, I'm, I, I'm excited about it because I think it'll be a fun game, and it's going to show... Well, you know, various. It's gonna have. It's gonna display features uh, uh, that's on the counterparty platform. Yeah. That a uh, most people have not heard of because the the harvest, those are distributions that will be coming out. And I think he's looking to get a, a, a CIP, which is a counterparty sure. improvement uh, uh, Pro- protocol proposal. proposal. Yeah. And uh, this thing is going to be where. He could get hit by a bus, and it won't matter because all of the bitcoins, smart contracts, will be. It, it, it's sort Basically. of like it's not a smart contract like you just do on Ethereum, and it could be shit. This will be one that would be part of the platform. You know, yeah, would be built that's, in. That's a yeah. smart contract. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, but I just didn't want to use the, the term doesn't like have uh, bloat. On the chain because it's in it's in counterparty. Exactly, so. exactly. I mean, that's very so cool. That's very neat. I would I would be very careful, uh, like discussing that as like a, a thing people should invest in though. No, it's not it's an investment. It's a good. game. Yeah, I mean like the the, the it's called stuff, an idle game. The idle game. It's an idle game because you know you play it while you play idle. You play you it you while you're crops. idle. I, I you like that. You have, you have yeah. a farm. Some crops. And, uh, how do you how do you manage your crops? How do you keep like a fungus out of them? Well, I guess uh, there's, so. There's a lot of things that you can do. Maybe you need like pesticides. Yeah, that's something. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, you gotta buy pesticides. I, yeah, I, I yeah. There's a lot of these little things that might get added on later. I have a feeling some of the other uh, game developers might actually. You know, become inspired and maybe contribute certain things. That'd be great. I would love that. I, I think that I think that Counterparty is a really cool platform. It's a great protocol. I think that like uh, there's a lot of fun things you can do with it. So, I would love to see more people using it. Um, so this yeah. launches, yeah. by the way, on well, 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 he's still uh, developing. He's still kind of working on some of the details. Oh, so he hasn't announced the launch date. No. Um, I think he said it's going to be feb like February. Well, you go bitcoins.com and you can and figure he'll post it, out. it there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So right. so anyway, um, so much for. Uh, that uh, little plug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a corn plug. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, I, I think that, like, um, there, there's, it's, it's weird because there's, like, a fine line in a lot of the stuff between, like, uh, you know, pumps, pump, pumping, pumping, uh, pumping dumps and, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, making a game and stuff like that. So I think, I think, like, what I see with Dan that I like is that he's, like, trying to ride the line and have a little bit of fun with it just to see, like, what the counterparty features are. Yeah. And, uh, well, it's, it's also, like, um, there's just, like, Part of that and some of the other things, there's there's a lot of interest in counterparty. I think interest is growing a lot, oh, and I think there's a lot of like ideas of how to improve the protocol and, and do things more effectively when it comes to moving assets around that are more creative. So in other words, you're not you're not doing it just flat out me sending assets to you back and forth. There's there's different ways of effectively managing like those fees and stuff. 
and that's kind of the point of do, of doing some of these things. And then just to say about the rarest fuck event over the weekend, there were right. there's more. There, are, I think it seems like there's more projects on the horizon that are gonna like use Counterparty, um, and the people that were there, uh, some of the projects that are currently using it, some of the like these game token type projects, right, are still very like <laughs> yeah we you know what is we, we want to be on Bitcoin. Like were, we're, were the we people like from the uh, Age so. of uh, Rust? Age of Chains. I think. Age of Chains. Yeah, they're they're there's doing. Uh, they're kind of. Uh, they. I don't. I don't know a lot about Age of Chains. Um, all I know is they're. Um, it's like you know, it's like a card game, kind of like Spells of uh, Genesis, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, they're you know they're doing it on Counterparty, so yeah, yeah. Not to pump the shit out of Counterparty too much, but did, did but it's just you know we've been talking about it and like it's it's you know obviously we think I mean I, I like it it's it's I think it really does some interesting cool things and did you meet that developer um, uh, named Clover Me? No, I didn't meet. Him. I, I don't. I know. Which, I know who I'm you're talking to think about. Which game he was I think I think his game is called Age of Rust or something. Maybe. Right about the Rust. Maybe. Right. I, I mean, I enjoy I enjoy yet, these yeah. games coming out of Counterparty. I'd like to see more and more of them come out. So like that's mm -hmm. I mean it's it's amazing. Yeah. I, I think that like I, that said I like I do think the transaction fees are a little out of hand. I, the thing that really bothers me about Counterparty is I would have liked to see them develop like uh, develop a Bitcoin cash fork at the at the stage where they had like uh, when when the two chains split. I would have liked to have them be ready for both chains. Oh, you mean if it had happened back then, but it, but it, it, bo it bothered me that they didn't have that ready because that really should have been ready. They could have done it. I mean, no one knew what like like I think I think done nothing reasonable. with it even. That would have well, still anyone been an could option. do anything they want. Like they, you could run an index server, you'd have had all the, like the previous data. Right. It's just kind of ridiculous because like what's what's happened now is even if Bitcoin Cash um, had failed, the fact that Bitcoin Cash is continuing on, it's a, a giant attack vector for the Counterparty Protocol now. Like the Counterparty is losing control of the counterparty cash group, right? Whereas that could have just been a, a fork and would have been just fine. Right. In other words, it would not have been as so what contentious you're saying is like, cause as now, it is. Because now you have like the counterparty cash people trying to do their fork on Bitcoin Cash, and they're they're very like you mean right. like they're isolated from like right. The they like they like it, it. It kind of breaks consensus in that way. Like it's it's a weird project. It would have like it would have it would have been really nice to have like the two f the, the forks just kind of like split. And uh, and and still keep the community and, and to have, have been uh, graceful. Like everyone right. in the community would have like like you fine, like that's embrace, fine. Yeah. Like you're 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 angry about like it would have been seamless. Like Pepe Cash people that are complaining about too high a prices could have gone and used Counterparty Cash if they wanted to. Right, exactly. Um, and like they could have done that seamlessly without having to like uh, really destroy. Uh, you know, like like to have without having to like bifurcate the sort of the community like that. And like I think it was obvious that this was going to happen. That there would be a group that would develop it on Bitcoin Cash. Yeah, well, it wasn't. It, it didn't really start out as a as a group. It started out with somebody who just couldn't really get out of his own way with some dumb project. Right. You know, mm -hmm. it was that. You know, I think you actually interviewed this guy a long time ago. He wanted to uh, put like shipping containers or something on the blockchain. It was oh, just Julian? another no, one. I, of those, I, 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 he wouldn't have know, been able to do that though. Things, Dante had know. like the counterparty group like actually developed a competent fork. That would have been a really simple thing to have done like early on. Mm -hmm. Would have been you know. Anyhow, um, so I went to the T zero party the other day. Yeah, how was this? <laughs> I saw your tweet, but I haven't so seen. So I, I was yeah. okay. So I was I was I, I like I, I was uh, I was at a hotel down in South Beach, and outside the hotel I see like Marco Santori sitting there, and I'm like Marco. <laughs> he turns around, he's Polo. like, kind of looks around like, what? He's like, oh my god, it's John Seth. <laughs> so like uh, like like I, I actually went to the party to meet him. Um, 
and uh, you know, like they weren't letting people in. So Bruce Fenton comes out, and I'm I, like, Bruce Fenton's shaved again, by the way. He's like, he doesn't look like such a scrub. And mm. I was like, Bruce, holy shit, uh, they don't let anyone in. Like Bruce apparently is leaving at this point. So he like takes off his wristband. He's like, you take it. <laughs> so he gives me, he gives me the opportunity to sneak in. Oh, nice. Right. It's it's a nice ch- a turn of events. Yeah. I snuck into his party. Now he's letting me sneak into theirs. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so like I, I got into the T Zero event and. Uh, I'm I'm like right there, like uh, it's me and uh, and Marco and a number of other like uh, like the lawyers, the Bitcoin lawyers there, and like right behind me, all of a sudden, this like big black guy gets on stage, and I I have no idea who this guy is, and then he announces uh, that he's Florida. <laughs> oh, that's who that was. Yeah. That was Florida. That was Florida. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Who, who who the hell is Florida? Exactly. That's yeah. what I said, Dante. Oh, he's, he's a popular. Uh, Popular. What's funny to me is that yeah. at TNABC number one, um, there was a guy who was driving us around in like one of those little like uh, cabs originally, and he was telling us that he was Florida's uh, like uh, cameraman. So I think Florida's been around this for like a long time. Um, I huh. heard I heard from somebody who was with the group that apparently Overstock allegedly uh, paid him fifty thousand dollars and fifty T zero coins or fifty thousand T zero coins to be there. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's insane. Right. That's insane. That's that's crazy. So his f- Okay. So what's it uh, yeah. Uh, so he was open to taking the T zero. Apparently, coins. yeah. So okay. So I mean if he's taking T zero coins, I, I bet you Florida is like doing these ICOs up and down. Yeah, probably. It would not surprise me. But he just he like performed, he did like it was probably forty five minutes. Did you hour. get a chance to chat with Patrick Byrne? No, d- uh, Patrick got on the stage and like danced. He had like security guards around him. Everyone was trying to like go up to him to talk. Um, he was in a cast. And I was like, I wonder what like helicopter he's going to yeah, jump out. Yeah, his left his left did arm was. Where did I, I see I, him? I have no interest in talking to that guy. That guy's just kind of a weirdo. He's he's a like a weird conspiracy nut who like leads a company. Yeah. Did I, he, I did saw he ta- him. Was there any discussion of like the project or like anything? No, like, it, it was just all it was just it, like, dude. It was like it was just a it was fun like party. You know, like that, like Flo Rider's up Very there, good. like T zero. You know, like she's like fucking a. What the fuck? And everyone there is in a goddamn suit. Everybody is in a goddamn suit, except for you. Yeah, well, except me. You I'm like, I'm seeing. Like, you're wearing it, it a was, t-shirt. I, or I have never seen any of those people, not one. And there were like there were these men in suits everywhere, and like beautiful women who I don't know where the fuck they came from, mm. but like they are they are in full force at TNABC this year. Women oh, everywhere, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of money being thrown around everywhere. So right? much. So they had a Lambo party last night. They had really? a bunch of, they have like a bunch of Lambos, like yeah, like it's just like all these new Bitcoiners like like getting together and like they finding they each other about their Lambos. Or they like all rented them out. And we're like, hey, let's could all be like that too. Like, hey, this is my Lambo. Yeah, yeah. Where was the Lambo party? I don't know. I didn't go to that. Oh, but like, there's like you a lot of you had to have a Lambo to get in. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I, yeah, couldn't, yeah. I couldn't get in. I have a BMW. What do you do? You hand and a shitty white Ford Focus. Yeah. <laughs> you should have driven that over. That's like, like the little white Ford Focus. Like, I've been here longer than you guys. Land parker right in the middle. Like this is the, this is it. It's a kit car. Lambo yeah. park. It's, I down kitted it. There's yeah. a valet parker. You trade in your keys for like a bracelet, so you can get into the. I Lambo think it'd be really party. funny to have a Lambo that you kit and, and and make it look like a Ford Focus. Go the no, other way. No, I saw one. Uh, no, Did it you? was a smart car. No, I saw it in the last a picture of it. Um, it was like a smart car with a Lambo kit on it. That's not like what I'm talking about. I'm talking the opposite. I want to take a Lambo and turn it into a Ford Focus. Oh, put a Ford Focus body yeah. on over right. the top. Exactly. Of the Lambo. I want to like make it. I want to like rusted old like uh, you know jalopy kind of thing. Like right, you like right, turn right. Like, right. Right. like you get out and you're like a family man. <laughs> 
that it has to be, kind of cool. it has to be your Ford Focus. It would be, it'd be hilarious. Like it's my like Ford Focus is the shittiest, like yeah. shittiest dirty car. It's like like I'd glue the trash to the ground. It'd just be gross. Driving, yeah, with you driving that thing where you're like shifting. Yeah, it's like, like, like I can't, I can't like go into <laughs> second gear because yeah. it's broken. So I gotta go straight to third. Like that's that's the, that's the Lambo I want. Did you yeah. cut out the floorboard so you can use your feet with bare? It, it's a Flintstones like a car. Flintstones yeah. car. Yeah. It's, it's exactly <laughs> like that. It's true. I have to like, I have to like. Uh, I have to like keep my feet elevated lest I'm going 60 miles down the road and accidentally put my feet on the floor and like <laughs> there goes my feet. Everybody had a car that yeah. was a stick, you know, back I- whatever when they were young, and and and, 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 and you would have to Not like anymore. start yeah, it. I don't think so. You'd have to start it back by in like Dante's pushing days. it down the street. I've done that many times. I had a I, so when I was it. I learned to drive I mean, on this uh, 1986 diesel Golf, right? And I like this thing was a piece of shit. And like I would, like I, I don't know. At one point, it just stopped starting, and uh, stopped starting. It stopped starting. It just wouldn't do it. So like I would, I, I had two methods. Um, I would either open, <laughs> open up the fucking truck. Uh, uh, what do you call the front part? Hood, hood, that one. Also known and as I would, the I would, bonnet. I would take yeah, the bonnet. The and I would bonnet. Take, I would take yeah. some ether uh, and I would spray it in there. Wasted ether on I my thought, car. I thought you were gonna say ether. No, I'd put like fucking spray ether into the like into the carburetor. Into the carburetor. Yep. And then I'd go into the car and vroom, it would just start up. And it would be like it would be like an explosion. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was every, an explosion <laughs> every fucking day. I would do that. Um, but then like there were times where I like I had run out of the ether, so I would have to like get out, open up the door. And I would I would kind of start the car. I'd try, I'd try to park on a hill during these days. Yeah, sure. And I would, you'd start, you'd jump start. Roll it. down so the hill. Like, yeah, you roll down the hill. You get some speed. the The battery starts turning on. You go, the battery doesn't turn on. Like that as you're going down. <laughs> the and battery then, turns on. Whatever. Well, that's what happens. Like everything. No, it's like, not all what the, happens. All the fucking bro. lights start to go. And then like, and then you like, you put it yeah. in the first gear. You take. <laughs> that was your the key, alternator. You take it, whatever the fuck it is. You the take your first gear. You you put it there, and then you pop the clutch. Right, right, right. right and then you're in first gear, but you're going too fast. So like you like, yep. you get like uh, backward G's. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've done that many times. Like, yeah, really. I mean, everybody should have that. Ex- have you ever done that, Sean? Man, I tell you what, the younger generation—they lost, lost they, they don't they know anything. Don't they don't know, know what they're missing. I do that. Yeah. My Ford Focus—I've never been able to pop start like that. Is it a stick? It is. I've never like every time I try to do it, it just like it's like too dead. I don't have a, a hill long enough to roll down. You know, thing. well, you know me—I've been driving that same car forever. The car I had before that was in high school, and it got hit by lightning. Oh uh, yeah, Miranda, I don't know if I told Dante. You that, have so. you ever? Have you ever done? Uh, have you ever popped the clutch in reverse though? Because that's a skill. That one's a skill. I don't I have believe I have. I have exactly two skills when it comes to driving uh, clutch uh, cars with clutches. Number one is I have I have and can pop the clutch in reverse. So like when the car's going backwards, done that. Yeah. Number two, I never use a clutch for shifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're saying. I've yeah. done that. Yeah, I've I do. That. I do that everywhere. But it, not on it, a car. It fucks I care with everybody. about everybody. No, on the cars. On the, on the I, I do <laughs> it on every car I've you ever know, driven. I have an automatic. My, my Ford Focus has 120,000 miles on it. I've never had to replace the clutch. So, oh really? Never. That, that's insane. I, I I never will because I used to go I've, through clutches clutch. like crazy. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, I could see that. Like Dante, like kicking it. Uh, <laughs> so I have an automatic that you can actually push start, or or like I want to say tow start it. So okay. if you had uh, another vehicle, it's like a Back to the Future vehicle. Well, it's a it's an automatic, but the way the transmission is built, it will actually do the by same thing. By the as, way, uh, why are these Bitcoiners <laughs> buying fucking Lambos when they could buy like DeLoreans? Like go oh, go, go buy something of cool. DeLorean. Whoa, wait, wait, DeLorean. The I heard that the guy who bought the Homer Pepe in New York 
I, I, heard I think he's a McLaren. He sold his. Oh, McLaren. Well, McLaren. Yeah, yeah, I got confused. Yeah. He, told, yeah, yeah. he told me that. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. You but you said like, Sean. I was going to say that. Story. And Dante's like, Dante, I heard it from some guy. Like, that's I heard my story. It from somebody. I, he I don't told know me who he was. sold his McLaren to get in a cellar. Yeah. <laughs> McLaren. In a cellar. You said DeLorean, and, and I got crossed. So. Yeah. But I don't know why Bitcoiners like, are, like, are buying these fucking like but shitty it, ass like Lamborghinis. They should buy like cool cars from the 80s, like a, you know, like a fucking DeLorean. There's so many classics that they can buy. It's now that you got the money to like you know like upkeep them, you might as well just buy like that stainless steel piece of shit. I, I think buy and new drive Lambo. It really fast. I, 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 I think you, I think that you have to drive it at eighty-eight miles an hour at all times. Uh, yeah. Like if I were on, if I were like going down like US one, it's like what forty-five miles an hour speed limit. You get stopped by the cop. He's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like this car only goes eighty-eight, officer. I heard I they're running know. out of Lambos. Really? <laughs> I read. No, no, I read that somewhere. I don't know if it's true. Too many but Bitcoiners? Is that what's going on? Yeah, yeah. They're sound like record numbers. But you know what I wonder? Uh, are, are they buying new Lambos or are they buying? I'm sure they're buying depreciated. I, I bet they're Lambos. buying new ones. Yeah, you yeah. Think? I don't. I don't see why not. Because like, who would know the difference? Um, I think they would. I think they're. I think that they're going to the dealer and just buying. I mean, Lamborghini doesn't sell that many Lambos every year. That's just the reality. I know, and they're run, like they've run out. That doesn't surprise me at all. You know. So I mean, I don't know what they're going to do now, but. Uh, Anyway, okay. So uh, on on that note, that so you you found this great article on a uh, on an exploit that like apparently Krebs on security found. <laughs> like oh yeah, I threw this in there because <laughs> we're talking about this the overstock shit. Um, this happened like last week. Yeah. Uh, so basically, because okay, so Overstock's partnered with Coinbase, and you were like this exploit allowed you to go on Overstock, buy an item in in Bitcoin. Right. But when you go through your Coinbase account, you could actually like. Uh, you, you could actually like send bit cash so bitcoin cash okay towards the address um and use that to pay for the mm. order oh really so if it yeah. was like a hundred dollars i read about this you ended up spending like a like a tenth of that because it's it's bitcoin cash right and and then that they would was refund the you and so the bitcoin but the guy that found that was like okay i'll cancel the order because i'm actually i'm not going to buy it like i'm not i'm not going to like carry this through right and when he canceled the order they re they returned the Real Bitcoin. The fee in Bitcoin. Real Bitcoin. Ba so basically what you could do is you <laughs> could just Bitcoin. buy, you could buy like high, you know, you could buy a lot of items on Overstock, uh, use this little export, and you could like get more Bitcoin. That sounds wonderful. Isn't that, is that a nice little yeah. thing? Yep. So I wonder oh. what would happen. Like Coinbase probably sue you up the wazoo if you did that. I think it was like three if weeks. Could, if they could like yeah. catch you. Like, well, they, they're going to yeah. catch you because they have no, like it, But it was like three weeks. That it was open, yeah. <laughs> that so... It's just, uh, yeah, I mean, it was just kind of like, this is like, you know, one of the prime, uh, like, Coinbase-Overstock partnerships. I remember when, it, when they originally announced that they were going to, like, be taking Bitcoin and they were going through Coinbase. It was, like, a big deal in 2014, Coinbase I think. is fucking incompetent. And, uh, they're, they're, it's amazing well, to me. Well, I, I, originally, Coinbase... Incompetent, you said? Yeah. Took, took well, the, Brian, they took yeah. the heat. No, no, no but they... Okay. Well, they are. Like, on one in side the of the coin, they're, they're incompetent. But the other side, like... Uh, no one else is doing what like they're doing. At of course, that scale. yeah. I so I like, agree. I don't, I don't know. I, 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 that's I don't a fair point. But here's what happened. Initially, when yeah. this was found, mm -hmm. Coinbase took the heat for it. Right? They they took the responsibility, whatever mea culpa. But then it turns out that they eventually turn around and say, wait, wait, it wasn't us. It was Overstock. So up. Overstock was sending back. No, no, that they 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 screwed up in how they were <laughs> using the APIs. So it it was a you know their programming uh, error. That that, that, that's that what does not I, that I, actually does not surprise me. So okay, yeah. so that could I mean that because I don't I know that, that it was Coinbase. Well, that would mean fault. it's Overstock's loss. That's correct. Interesting. Yeah, but right. Coinbase was Coinbase was the one that 
uh, when they when they caught this and it was reported to go right. and do something about it yeah. and fix it. So, and they 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 said this wasn't the case with any other merchant. It was, so it might have been yeah. Right. I mean, I, think it, I remember early on, like Overstock, I think developed their own Coinbase integration. So that makes some sense. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I think I think that like oh, that remember Overstock went into like hiding and then they came out and they, they developed the integration. Uh, for themselves only, or remember? Right, it was just there Did it get used for everyone else? Uh, no, I think it's just theirs. It's, it's Overstock. <laughs> oh, there you go. Remember proprietary uh, <laughs> yeah. API. Yeah. Well, that was the thing about. Well, I don't know if it's a proprietary API, but like I think they're they they're integration. That was the thing about 2014, though. It was like the competition between Coinbase and BitPay to onboard yeah. all these merchants. Right. And every time right. it happened, everyone was right. like, "Oh yeah, my god, Bitcoin to the moon!" We're going here, and, yeah. like, and like no one gave a fuck. No one fucked. No, like, nobody nothing. used it. They're like, I'm not using Bitcoin. And if it, it goes, it keeps going up. And eventually, they all like <laughs> were like, we don't want to deal with this shit. Like, yeah. it was. Uh, it's so funny that it was like a big deal to Bitcoiners, and like it was like the least significant right. thing ever to happen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, no, it's funny because like early on in the days, like there was literally like when I remember. Um, when like you get one article somewhere in like some unimportant place, like it'd be like the, oh. the, the Jillian's post of like Saudi Arabia <laughs> or whatever, you'd be like, "Oh, Bitcoin's going to the moon. We got one article." Yeah, yeah well, it's not <laughs> like it's, it's it's not like it's Forbes or something right. like that. Well, even when Forbes like Forbes would run well, like one article every like you know you know seven months, and it'll be like, "Oh my God, we're going to the moon. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're getting sits here. Or, or we it's thought here. that like mainstream. <laughs> or we thought like the Bitcoin bull was going to give a lot of attention to Bitcoin, and like it was going to like. Did, did Nobody I cared. Yeah, that was, <laughs> no, so like no one gave a fuck, and then they were like, "And we're bankrupt." No, no, no one cared at all. It was yeah. it was funny because like I, like when we were out there doing that stuff, we'd ask, her, "Like, what do you think about Bitcoin?" They're like, "What's Bitcoin?" Like, yeah, you're at, you're at the Bitcoin bowl. Uh, uh, oh, okay. okay. Go. Sounds good. Uh, who's playing? <laughs> oh, that was something we talked about. I think I think I talked about that with um like Dan or Devin Dawson over the weekend when I was in New York. Yeah. What? So that team that won, it was like Ca- Carolina. Who knows? They, but they got a Bitcoin bowl trophy. Did they? So it says Bit- it probably says Bitcoin Bowl on that college trophy. It's sitting in their university somewhere. Like that's a funny keepsake. That's a great keepsake. Because that's the only Bitcoin Bowl trophy you've yeah. ever gotten. Like I'm waiting for someone to go in there and try to steal that because like that's a that's like a that's a memorable Dude, they, item. They, they that's like one of those they flipped a commemorative Cassatius coin, you know. Oh, at yeah, the, it was yeah. it was a non like it was a non-funded Cassatius coin, but like they, it was a commemorative coin, which uh. I don't know if you can get them anymore, but like I know for a little while, like for a few days they sold them. Hmm. That's a funny thing. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a number of really fun collectibles from the cl- uh, Bitcoin Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get any of those Cassatius coins. Yeah, so yeah, I didn't either. You you have any? No, I remember uh, like I remember like uh, like the first team ABC. Yeah, like there were there was a, there was like one there was at least one vendor. Yeah, there was the guy he was there showing them off and selling them. And I didn't. I mean, I was I was brand new, so I didn't. You know, right, you didn't it. bother. But like in hindsight, it's like oh yeah, like you know, it's not because I think that's like gonna have value that I'd want to sell in the future. It's more like it's a fun thing to have. Um, it's it's just kind of part of like, and I know like other people have been doing. I think John John Tuff has done a little bit more. I do a little buying, like only like a little like bit of like these collectible. Yeah, yeah. Things. I don't. I don't try. Here's the thing. I don't. I am not a collector of things. Like I collect things. I, collect I like beanie collect baby. things. I like that. Um, mm. But like I, I generally, for the most part, like it's it's not as like sentimental as it is for a lot of people. So like I I think that like collectibles that like are important, uh, at least in my conception of all of this, are fun. Um, I, like for example, the Satoshi, f- the original Satoshi paper. I don't have a lot of like interest in that. I'm sure that it, it seems like everyone does, but like to me, sort of the history of Bitcoin is going to be told in like these miners and everything else. I think that like the the day, the the, the newspaper with the headline, um, is incidental because like it was a timestamp. It was sort of happenstance. I'm sure that it articulates Satoshi's like view on money and his view on the Fed and his view, etc., um, on you know like the state of uh, the state of nature. Um, but like I don't, I don't find that to be all that cool. 
they're as cool as like old miners, like those USB miners people were using for a while. Oh yeah, um, you know, like things like the Bitcoin Bowl, like memorabilia are very interesting because they're like yeah. the history of Bitcoin in that way. The active history for me is much more interesting. The twenty one, um, the twenty one fucking miner. Yeah. <laughs> well, even think of like the big. I mean, I, I have some of those like Bitcoin magazines, um, like the actual printed like. Oh yeah. It's funny because like, like I remember getting you know, those, those first. The f- I, I got on like, like many of the first issues. Like I, I got those. Like I was gonna. I was interviewed for the second issue, and we didn't actually get in because like. <laughs> For various reasons, I, I think, but like I, it was, it was like it was like eight of us like reading about our, ourselves. And I right. remember it got into Barnes and Noble. <laughs> it got into Barnes and Noble. Um, I think the second issue, and like they were begging people to go buy like as many as they could so that they could keep it in Barnes and Noble, which I think is hilarious because like <laughs> I don't even know if it's there anymore. Do you, Do you have any casacious coins, Josh? No, I never bothered. I was always like, why would I want to pay five dollars oh for this man. when I could just have the Bitcoin? Mm, right. Right. Why would I want one of those like, when I could just have the Bitcoin? Like, now, I, I completely regret that because like, I really do think they're cool. Um, I don't think that I realized um, I, uh, how cool it was then. I, I, really, I, don't, like, I would admit to saying, I would, I would admit to like, not understanding exactly how Bitcoin worked at the time. Um, right. The other thing is because like, they just really did mm. violate sort of the, uh, the ethos of like, Bitcoin because you had to trust him not to like, keep the private keys, mm. right? So like, you're, you're taking this like, thing. I was, I was like, just out of college. Um, I was poor. Like, like the idea of spending 5 or 10 or maybe $100 on like, a bunch of coins um, when I could take that money and like, eat with it was like a very different proposition back then. Ramen um, so noodle coin. Yeah, it was like, th- that's right. Coin. It was like ramen noodle-less <laughs> like, coin. So like, it was a little bit different. I, I, like, <laughs> I wish I had one. Um, and maybe someday I'll like buy one because you know they're not they're, they have a premium. There's a little premium on them, but like not not as ridiculous as like you think. Do you have any chocolate Bitcoin? No, I don't have chocolate Bitcoins. <laughs> I have them in my refrigerator. Do you really? Yeah, I do. Those are great. Yeah, um, I, I'm not allowed to eat chocolate that that often. Really? I'm who, only kidding. Who, like who said but that? But no, like no, your, I'm your joking. No, they're milk chocolate. I don't like milk. I like dark chocolate. Oh yeah, milk uh, chocolate's not real chocolate. So I think the it's chocolate delicious. bitcoins. No, oh god, do you, have you eaten dark chocolate uh, before? Yeah, I hate it. It's oh really? Uh, yeah, I it's hate when I, chocolate. That's why I don't. I got into dark so chocolate. I, was all, I was like, I, I can't go back. Like yeah, yeah, you can't. Like, once you had the dark stuff, it's kind of like in my opinion, it's kind of like well, this may not be the same, but like it's kind of like when I switched from drinking coffee with cream and sugar to just black coffee. Oh yeah, and I'm like, oh, this is like I like I really enjoy this. I'm gonna, you know, I might do that. And dark chocolate's actually a little healthier for you than oh, I, big time. Yeah. Um, you know, um, oh, Sean, I, Dad, I heard a really weird rumor yesterday. Ooh, I heard that. I heard someone say, and this is a funny rumor because if it's true, it's mind blowing. Um, but that there's been a lot of lobbying, blockchain lobbying going on. And I heard that the GSA next year is going to mandate that uh, a lot of public projects that require auditing use <laughs> hyper, uh, Hyperledger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. IBM got in there. They got lobbyists. They I, have I a heard lot this. of lawyers. I have so, no so, idea so, what to, so, to make of it, but it's a hilarious but, 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 but is I like it, it Is it that they are going to audit some of these things and to, to do the auditing, they're going to use Hyperledger? No, they're going to require that like people use Hyperledger. Right. Oh. Right, right, right. They're going to change the name of it too. They're going to yeah. call it blobbying. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah they're going to so, call it so, so they're basically <laughs> like you have to use uh, like Postgres. It, that, that's yeah. like for uh, yeah, for, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. <laughs> it's a mandate of like Postgres. You have to back up your database. Yeah, on you, you must. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like that would be I'd, like that would be funny because like it would mean that there's like a lot of room for things like uh, hyperledger consultants and stuff like that because they're going to need that like as soon as, uh, as if that were actually mandated. It would right. be it would be such a hilarious waste of government funds. That would go to your point, Dante, that the government's stupid. It's true. Yeah, it's a- and then you know what what will <laughs> happen. Well, here's what will also happen. I think they'll have a program 
where people can like turn in their MCSEs uh, and, and get some kind of certification, you know, because you know Microsoft, it, it, you know how late to the party they were with the internet. They uh -huh. were like totally late to the party. So if IBM is doing the Hyperledger thing, I think it's I Linux, don't know where Linux Foundation, right? It's it's like it's the IBM arm. Of, it's it's like uh, what IKEA furniture in the way that it's like a nonprofit of sorts. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> but it's yeah. still basically IBM. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember the early early. Um, uh, there weren't really conferences. There were more like seminars that you'd show up at. You know, um, for the internet, like early days. And I remember walking out of one of them and um, walking to the parking lot and talking to this guy who's an attorney. I'm like, so what are you what are you doing here? By and the I, way, I think I he was, was he worked for IBM. In other words, IBM was like, well, what is, what is IBM doing related? Oh no, it, they were going all in on Linux. That's what it was. Yeah. That, 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 maybe it was, was Red Hat, Linux. right? Red Hat. I don't remember. I, I maybe I was at a lin Linux. Um, so Dante, you know what I discovered? Seminar, you know what I, I discovered know. this week, which is hilarious. On YouTube, you can watch the entirety of the Bill Gates deposition from 1998. Oh yeah. For like the antitrust stuff. And nice. it's wonderful. You need to watch it. There's wow. been clips shared on Reddit so, where so you can watch the whole thing. Lawyers like asking hours. about Java. Seven hours. Yeah, and they go through like loops of like not like they don't understand how to ask. I don't know. Right. I have to go back and watch that. Oh, now. it's it's wonderful. Like, it's and I mean, it's it's funny because like I like depositions are like very different kinds of talking. So people are like, I saw it, uh, the the way I found it is there was like, um, I found a video that was like 10, 10 things that uh, Bill Gates probably regrets saying in his deposition, but like. Depositions are like like it's a very different kind of conversation that you're having with a lawyer. Like you're supposed to answer the the literal question they're asking, um, and give exactly the um, the information. And nothing more. For. Nothing more. You don't want right. to because like the entire goal of a deposition is for them to grab stuff that they can then use against you. Right. 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 So like you you give them they have to ask good questions and you don't elaborate. You just give them like um I I heard I was talking to one lawyer um, and they were saying that they have this one client who's like a professional deposee. De de um, and <laughs> they said he like gives they love it because he gives everyone a run for their money. So like, for example, the the, the other attorney will say, "Sir, can you please state your name for the record?" And he'll say, "Yes." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, like, yeah. so like you watch these things with like Bill Gates, and it's the same thing. I'm watching. I'm like, oh, like that wasn't so bad. Um, like he'll like one of the questions like, do you do you think that like Microsoft is the most credible company? And he's like, statistically speaking, that may be true. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. So, like, it's but it's wonderful. You should watch it. Um, but I didn't like. The, so you've seen this before. Did you watch all seven hours? No, I I, I watched a lot of it. But like, I want to. Part, I want to watch. It was more. part of it. It was years ago, and I had like no technical understanding of anything then. Yeah, yeah. I just saw part of it where the Lord, like, they were going in. Like, he kept asking about Java, and Bill Gates just giving like trying to like explain the differences in like the Java runtime versus like light. I, I forget. The, I don't. I want to say the. But there was something like I'm sure that part of it may be like one of the highlights of that deposition. I mean, there's there's yeah. lots. I, I listen to the I've listened to as much as I can. I've been kind of working through it. It's a fun deposition to watch because like I mean I guess from the position of the fact that it's a deposition, which means that like he's under oath, he has to be truthful, but he also is being as obtuse as possible, which mm -hmm. is very funny because like I think most people don't know exactly how like depositions work. Um, and like I'm I'm watching that and like this would come off very poorly to a jury, but like at the same time like he did his best to not say anything while saying as much as he possibly could to the lawyer to like get the question, you know, answered or whatever. So like my guess is I'll watch that Java runtime section. My guess is he'll probably like I'll watch it and like he'll, he's probably answering the question that the lawyer is asking, right. not trying to explain what Java is. Well, but 
when it's when a video like that's posted on Reddit, everybody's like, "Oh, haha, the lawyer doesn't understand how Java like works." Yeah, no, no, that's not. But it, it might not be like, yeah, it's really difficult. Like, like think about like being like, let's say you're in like a deposition and the lawyer's trying to understand like I don't know AdWords, right? And like I understand AdWords really well, but like, what if the lawyer is asking questions about AdWords, like? Um, it, like it's gonna, it's not his his area of expertise. It's gonna be very difficult. So like he'll ask questions like, "How many AdWords have you purchased?" And and the answer would be, "I've never purchased AdWords." Like that that doesn't make any sense. Google purchased AdWords. Mm. Like, like it's it's a or Google a Google backward. owns yeah Google right. owns AdWords. Like I, I I didn't know it was for sale. You know like those right. are the kinds of like those are the kinds of answers that someone might give in a deposition, right? So like um but like and and uh, I, I think like you have to you have to like run like you have to be very careful. Like it's kind of like this is kind of dumb, but it's like if you said uh, how many transactions have you confirmed. Right, so I mean, like I've, I've never confirmed one. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. a piece of mining <laughs> hardware. Right, right. Yeah. like I've never right. confirmed one. Like I, I, I'm not even a half a node, l- let alone a full node. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and like, they, like how many transactions has the, you know, computer that you're in charge of confirmed, or like how many transactions that were re- relayed, or whatever the fuck it is. Like, mm. yeah, that, that, that's kind of like it. It's very, like, it's very funny because they mm. only have like seven hours. I think it is like a general depositions, like seven hours that they have to like a- actually ask you questions in. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it's a very odd sort of like it's way a to weird like deal with 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 somebody and you've not, and, yeah. and to that point like that that is like humans want to be helpful so like people tend to right. elaborate they people tend to just elaborate they keep talking mm. yeah mm. right you gotta <laughs> shut the fuck up uh-huh. <laughs> oh well we're not gonna get into that topic today but it it did remind me of s- stuff that I don't know Sean might be bringing up later so oh yeah I'll, yeah well about. Yeah, never. Yeah, it's too okay. it's so much so of a wrap. So um, counterparty wrap pamped this week, by the way, it was like a hundred, hundred three dollars. I think it went this, to this. This was last week, um, yeah. but uh, yeah, it it pumped high. It pumped and you're high. you're finding articles on this like new Petro thing. Um, well, which so is hilarious. Every like w- counterparty just had a lot of weird action lately. Um, not to go back into all the like the foundation stuff, but that happened. Um, traders. Or like it seemed like there were trader people coming in. Uh, I don't know if like somebody like uh, who the so the guy that like sold his car for for uh, for Stellar like when he was referencing somebody that's been in Counterparty for seven months right. that may be like <laughs> to them a whale that is like okay Counterparty is like the next big buy like you know buy you know buy XCP here buy it there so people were coming in and then like there was there was this whole fork action that happened um, and then there's like this really dumb logic of like oh well if there's a fork and if you have XCP, you're also going to get uh, XCPC, like right. XCP Cash. Right. Um, the price should go to like a thousand dollars, which, like, even even like Dan was pointing out, like, how dumb is that? Like, double coins, but it goes up ten x. Like, well, that's what's, that's what's happened here with like all <laughs> these other like forks. It feels like that's what's so funny. Yeah. So, um, but you know, there's there's more pamping going on with with uh, with Counterparty, and then yeah, like there was an art- there was this weird article that somebody posted in one of the the channels, like. Um, and I've seen a few people on Twitter talking about this generally with Venezuela and the uh, the Petro that they're allegedly going to come out with. Yeah. Um, well, you, saw, you saw an article in in uh, Chinese. It was in Chi- well, it was in, it was in Spanish. But yeah, that's, that's what I said. That, that, yeah, that, one, that language. <laughs> Portuguese. So it was in Chinese, and, and uh, uh, it, it was like saying that the Petro is going to be on Counterparty. It's going to start off on ERC twenty, but then it's going to move to Counterparty so and Decred. S- such a weird thing to to claim. Apparently, it was very funny because like that that like is not. Even an article in English. How did you find it? It was posted in the uh, in like one of the uh, Telegram. Channels. Oh, okay, interesting. I don't know. Um, that it was just kind of weird, like that 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 was the discussion, right? But, um, 
So what did yeah. the SEC say here on January 18th? This I don't, is a new I, letter? I don't know if there's anything like you may read through and find that's interesting. It was some guy from the SEC. Uh, it was addressed to those two guys, generally talking about Mr. Stevens and Mr. Cameron engaging on fun innovation and cryptocurrency related holdings right. and basically like how the regulations would play out if you are going to have like these registered, regulated financial holding companies like right. ETFs or whatever of cryptocurrencies. Um, and they it was it, a lot of it was just like asking questions that are kind of like um, like uh, how would a fund intend to validate existence, exclusive ownership and right. software functionality of private cryptocurrency keys and other ownership records? To, uh, to what extent would cybersecurity threats or the potential for hacks on digital wallets impact the safekeeping of assets? So um, I don't know if there's more questions there that might be more interesting. That was that that one was a little bit more interesting to me. But, you know, they're definitely thinking about it. Well, I think, um, the, I mean, like someone has to tell them that you can only keep, you, you really can't put these anywhere. They're, they have to stick in your stock drawer. Yeah. But, like, what 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 are they going to do? Like, they're going to have to hold them somewhere, right? I, I know. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> like where the fuck It's going to be such it? a weird point of vulnerability. Well, that's the thing. Like, that's why, like, uh, I think Greg Maxwell and, like, these others have these, like, hilarious ideas about a store crypto, right? Like, that was the liquid, the liquid uh, exploding box. Joe, oh yeah, the liquid side. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they're gonna put it, they're gonna put it in thermite, which uh, which hilariously is like a reason a, a semi reasonable idea. Like if you're just like they're trying to come up with creative ways to like secure these keys because that is in fact the problem. Securing keys is not sexy, and it literally does end up in a sock drawer because that, that's about all you can do. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you gonna do? Put it behind fourteen like vaults, and then like Bitcoin is well, essentially spaceless. So what do you need? You need like to store a trillion Bitcoin, uh, you know, a trillion because that's how many there are. Um, you you just need like a a, a seven inch by you know you, like not even like a tenth by a tenth inch space. Like yeah, you like is you, you could store it on like a little DNA. Like I don't like you don't need any space to store you know right a, a hundred billion dollars yeah in crypto. I mean which. You know, I mean, you can always, you can. Always, I mean, they're, they're probably going to do like some type of, uh, you know, like multi-sig thing because that kind of sure. But like how, like how many? You still, but you can't how even, you, you, even that is limited, right? right? Like, well, it's also like the more money you spend in trying to build a vault, I feel like that gives more attention to like yeah. what you're hiding. So like, I also think that like there's going to be a lot of like w- people that that develop weird, uh, sort of like like haptic response sort of uh, like devices, like. I don't know to like unlock your your crypto keys. You'll have a box with like seven locks on it, and you have to have seven people insert. And it's a hardware <laughs> wallet that like requires seven keys to be inserted. Yeah, you know something like that. Like well, I don't fucking know. Well, <laughs> wasn't the uh, wasn't at a time it was considered that the the lu- the nuclear launch codes uh, were inserted into one of the like body cavities of the secret service agent. So in other words, like the president would have to like kill a man in order to like get those out if they, if he decided that he wanted to like <laughs> I like that. That's that's a good idea. But I, did, I, I think we should do that with Trump. But they decided but well, Where I think did Julian. Well, it's like it's like a it's like a like like repository. Like it's like a uh, maybe that's where you could put your you put your prison wallet. That's a good title. Yeah, you like that title? Launch, Launch code, code suppositories. suppositories. <laughs> a wonderful title. That's great. Well, they they decided obviously not to not to not to do it because they were like, well. Man, why does one man have to die because the president's like you know he wants to launch this shit yeah. like well, the other thing is that that's a kind of a bad like situation right because like other countries aren't going to store them in a man right right well, yeah, it's, it's yeah meant, you don't you don't want it's that. meant as a deterrent <laughs> you, you, you don't, don't want go to go in there i, I never wipe stick your hand up there yeah. <laughs> and retrieve it after the fourth spank it's it's the, it's the funniest it's the funniest lie i've ever heard is that really true do they like think that because i think i think, that, I think, I think on the table of what to do with like these <laughs> nuclear like con- like launch codes and what to do I, i'm like fairly sure of that just like, put them in the so sock drawer like, you know 
be done with it. Right, just uh, right. That's yeah. it's it's well, it became uh, <laughs> it became like a uh, like they talked about the football like <laughs> like was codenamed for whatever the hell the president had to carry, and apparently right. like some of the presidents would lose it. I don't, I don't know how true that is. Oh, I, I don't doubt that. But I think the stories are true. Like like there's testament of like that being the case. Right. Um, I don't think the president himself carries a nuclear football. There's there's like a group of people that like are charged with carrying it. If it's not do the nuclear key, it's something it's something related. To and they have like they have the, 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 the fucking briefcase like handcuffed to their hands. Don't they do like handoffs and stuff and like you know. Uh, Lateral. Oh yeah, dude. They yeah. it's it's know. exactly that. Yeah, like if, they get, if they get and tackled, you, if they get tackled, you have to you, lateral it to right. the first person yeah. on the street. It, they don't have to know what it is, but like you just kind of fall down. And you like throw it. And you're like, go, go, <laughs> run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. So did I? <laughs> did I? Did I tell you I became a Forbes writer this week? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, tell us about. Yep, tell, yep. This okay. Is so I had a friend who who sent me an article, and 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 she she messages me and says I wrote this article. Right. Oh. Okay. And I go on there. Anybody we know. Uh, and I, I look at it, I read it, and I, I, sh- I, I, I tell her, I'm like, y- you did not write this fucking article. <laughs> well, this person is known to, uh, well, all three of us, but you and I especially. Yeah. And uh, there's a she, special level of like incompetency that like is displayed. I <laughs> love her, but she's very like, I want to be misprofessional. Right. And like, yeah. So, so I looked at this like, there's no way that you wrote this article, and like, like there, also like the, the claim was that Forbes had like approached approached her, and I was laughing my ass off. I was like, that, there's no way that's true. Like, <laughs> you're like in fucking Podunk, South Florida. No one approached you from Forbes about writing an article. Right. So I like looked around and I found. So Forbes has this program. Um, it's like a club. You can pay sixteen hundred dollars and a three hundred ninety-five dollar initiation fee, and then you'll be in a club if you have a company. Um, you know, and all of us do here in Bitcoin. We run Bitcoin. Uh, but w- if you have a company, uh, and as a CEO of Bitcoin, I do. Um, you know, you can write for Forbes too. So nineteen hundred dollars, and you yourself can be a Forbes author and send <laughs> articles out and tell everyone that you too are a Forbes writer. <laughs> and here's right. the thing: so like, they you can write about anything you want. Um, in your subject field uh-huh. uh, of choice, and then they will give you an editor and uh, basically rework it for you. And in fact, they described it to me as submitting rough drafts. Right, right. Yeah. So they'll just write the article for you. Right. Oh, and then you had pointed out that there was indeed one paragraph that she actually had written. I, I, that I, think, was hers. I, think, I think that's probably And the I case. read that paragraph yeah. and I agree with you because it was absolutely word <laughs> it was word salad. <laughs> it was so it Yeah, was I mean so the rest bad. of the article wasn't so great either, but like it, at least like it was all coherent except like this one paragraph which is completely oh my incoherent. God. It was psychobabble. It was so funny. So you, you even said like why they're doing that program. Um, well it makes perfect sense to me because like if you think about it like when you're doing authorship um, like th- these these magazines, these newspapers, they are like paying their authors. Let's say like I don't know, 150 bucks an article at most. Like an, an obscene, like that that would be an obscene amount for an article. It's hard to make that money back. But ma- you know, maybe Forbes is, is paying 150 to 200 dollars an article. Like I could see that. Um, but you know, like in this case, let's say you're like doing this. My guess is that those people, on average, write one and a half to two articles a year. And so you're paying, paying two thousand bucks. So now, like the writers are making a thousand dollars per article. I don't know if they're probably not going all of the uh, all all the, the writers, but like they can pay their their writers and their editors like a fraction of what they wouldn't normally pay them because they didn't even write the article, um, they they edited it right, and then they can uh, they can walk away with like huge amounts of money. It's a great business model, because because like but it should make you skeptical of anyone telling you they're a Forbes author. Yeah, or if you're running like a scam, you can like you know, or if you want to pump something, that you could you could like you know. Put in Forbes and be like, "Hey, look, I'm a, I write for Forbes." Right. right. No way. So l- it's let me great. Ask you that's this. like that's so the thing. Like, there's, it's really yeah. easy. Are you going to publish any articles on Forbes? I'm sure that I will. Okay. Can it, it sh- maybe Sean can write them for you? No. 
Okay. I'm gonna publish my own article. Sean's gonna. Oh, do you're gonna do what you're. Yeah. Uh, you can do your own. Maybe. Yeah. Wow. I may. I may do that. Yeah. Jeez. Maybe something. Uh, you know. Uh, risque. Oh, on Forbes. On yeah, Forbes. Yeah. You, can, you can do it. Sean, join the <laughs> Technology <laughs> Council. It's like a camboy. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's what's like the Technology Council, the Communications Council. They have a bunch of these councils. They're like little groups. You just have to write something like in your like subject area. Oh. Yeah. It's it's kind of hilarious. I was laughing so hard. And I'm like, and, and I, I found this and I was like, it, like, it's very obvious to me that this is exact. It's no different. Like Forbes approached me a few months ago about writing a book, right? And I thought that was hilarious. Oh, so yeah. like I and went we down that road. We, I think we talked about it here, right? Mm, right. Uh, yeah. So I like called them up and I'm like, I would like to like try this. Like, wh- what do I need to do to write write a book? And they're like, you just got to pay us twenty thousand dollars and we'll find a really good author to write it for you. Um, and then you you know we'll put your name on it and then you've written a book. Yeah. Nice. And you don't have to do you don't have to work. do any work or yeah. write it. <laughs> 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 so like they've applied this model to like everything in Forbes, which I think is just great. It's it's a- exactly correct. Yeah. Yeah. So you too can be a book author and or an author of a Forbes article, which is just a funny. It's a funny aspect of like the service economy of like, yeah, y- like you can you can be a famous author without having to like write a shit. Well, anything. that's what people like, wanted. Like this is exactly what people are asking for. Right. Like you know what's funny, Dante? Do you remember like early in the days Forbes got caught? I think it was Forbes got caught for selling links. No, I don't remember that. Yeah, no, I, no. I'm fairly certain it was Forbes. So like, um, early on when like links were like really really valuable, Forbes uh, right, got right. caught uh, selling links. And this is just like to me. This is the extenuation of that economy. Do you remember mm. speaking of that? I, uh, this is trivia. You you might know it. It's, uh, it. I don't remember the answer. Do you remember the original name that Google was going to use? It had something to do with backlinks. W- what do you mean? They were they the early on. Um, you know, they had their algorithm, which was, I, I guess, based on how popular <coughs> content was, you know, and how many backlinks it had. You mean like PageRank? Well, no, that's not what it was called, though. There was some other term, like an early term. I think they had, uh, they toyed with the idea of calling themselves uh, by this term. And, and it, it was like back. I, I just can't remember. Oh, you have to remember. I thought um, you would know. No, but like here, like uh, this is it. So uh, on in 2011, it, th- there's an engine, a search engine land article uh, that says several years ago, Forbes.com was outed for selling links intended to manipulate Google's PageRank algorithm. So I mean, that was early on in the days. Like this was uh, 2009. It looks like they were they were outed. So yeah, in 2009, Forbes uh, got caught selling links. So like this to me is exactly the same, exactly the same thing. They give you a link at the top. They let you like they they, they let you uh, benefit from that link, um, and and you pay them to like you know write you know guest posts. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I, I think that's probably an ex- an extenua- like an extenuation of, of that policy, which I thought was really hilarious. But I think that's funny because like I, I see a lot of these like blockchain guys like writing articles in Forbes and and getting legitimacy from the fact that it's Forbes, mm. and this is what they're doing. Right, right. I'm fairly certain. A majority of them. Like, I, I bet you, um, I think that's what a lot of them are doing, like, uh, to, to get, to, to write these, like, Forbes articles. Yeah. Well, but what happens over time when, like, everybody knows that? And then it's kind of like... Well, I don't think that anyone has ever bothered to find this out except me. Right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think that, like, like uh, you know, this person we're talking about knows, um, you know, like, there's, it, it is what it is. I'm checking out right now to see if Perianne Boring is, like, doing the same thing. Yeah. 
Well, she may have gotten in. I, she may have actually been like asked to write a, a column. Just because she has her face like everywhere. Yeah. But a lot of these other people, like if you if you went, if you track down some of the uh, or just thought of like the lesser known ones, I bet they I bet they've probably been doing it. But well, it it, it gives you no yeah, it gives you no credibility. It's it, and it's what's funny is that like it is on the Forbes site. It looks exactly the same as all the other articles. Um, it is not it, it is not in any way like different than every other article on Forbes. It looks exactly the same. I think the URL like might be like contributor.forge or something like that. Mm. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So huh. I I like it. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a pop. Well, I mean everything's good. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's popcorn. Yeah, yeah. it could be popcorn. I just heard a little. Kind of getting hungry. Yeah. But yeah. Um what else? Yeah, so no, that's that's interesting. You you were mentioning the thing about the inventors? Yeah, I, I saw that. I saw this, and I, I, my, my this blew your mind. This blew my mind. Yeah. Well, but it also confirmed things that, like, well, maybe not confirmed things. So apparently, and this was something I saw like on Reddit, but back in the 1800s, uh, so this was back in 1869, two French inventors uh, who never heard of each other, never saw each other, never knew of each other, but like lived in the same area, or I'm sorry, lived in France. They both produced identical techniques for producing color uh, photographs. And it seems that they both, like, within days of each other, went to, like, uh, I guess whatever the uh, version of the patent office was then, and were basically like, it, it was like, is it like they ba- basically two guys in France came to the same, like, technology, uh, independently of each other, like separately, right. which I, which like, if that's really true, in any like given like economic, uh, like market or environment, like it. it these things can just kind of arise, right? Like that's that's what that's what that said to me. If well, that, well that hilariously, the there's another. Like I'm l- reading the comments here. So this guy Cross, the the one who um, is one of the people that developed this, mm-hmm. had this happen multiple times to him. I saw that earlier. Yeah. So apparently, it happened to him later on with Edison. He, he made he made a paleophone. He invented the paleophone uh, before the phonograph. Yeah. But Edison developed the first working model and got the patent. I yeah. know what happened here. <laughs> I know what happened here. Cocaine was very, very popular back then. <laughs> okay, the guy was probably blown out of his mind, snorting <laughs> cocaine, running his mouth, <laughs> and he would tell everybody all of his inventions and shit, and they would be like, "What an idiot!" And they would just like take his invention and then execute. That's what happened. I'm telling you. Don't even bother reading anything else. You know? <laughs> oh I mean, my come god! Come on, it's a simple. I'm gonna Google that. Charles Cross cocaine addiction. I, I wonder if it's <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. Cocaine. I bet you find it. Yeah, I bet you can oh find something. Oh my god! Something. Absinthe, the cocaine of the 19th century. Wasn't that powerful? I, I, I bet you he was on some kind of like mind-altering, you know, talk too much kind of a, a drug. Well, he's a lot of, there's, a, there's something a lot of in here. like cocaine, morphine. Th- those were very common then. Like uh, oh yeah, man. Yeah. They o- did everything. Opioids. O- they, uh, opium, I guess. Opium yeah. or, yeah. or opioids. Uh, well, I I remember hearing like like Civil War medicine was just basically that. Like if, if you got medicine, they did everything. They ever, everything was everything they was totally you, legal. Yeah, yeah. They they, they were giving like opi- they were giving like opium. Poet, uh, poets to like house moms and kids. In eighteen, uh, okay, so right, I calmed right. them down, and they there's a generation of like brain Co- Coca Cola. Was it Coca Cola? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, can I test answer before you find this? Uh, the answer, Josh, to the Google thing. Yeah. The original name of their algorithm was called Backrub. Whose? Uh, 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 Larry Larry Page. Oh, uh, Backrub. Sergey I see. Yeah. Brin. Okay. Well, that's. Uh, they, they, uh, Stanford. Back, Stanford well, yeah, uh, developed the search algorithm at first uh, known as Backrub 
in 1996. I bet that's like I bet that's like a one of those like search uh, like Robin Tug websites. Yeah, now. that's exactly yeah. right. Right. So poet, I, okay, <laughs> poet Gustav Kahn of the Netherlands also wrote a poem in free verse about absinthe called the drink of or they called the, calling the drink the mother of all happiness. And Charles Cross praised the verdant drink in a poem entitled With Flowers and Women, saying flowers and women can be a wonderful diversion for the time. But ans- absinthe on a winter evening lights up a green lights up in green the sooty soul. And when later kisses lose their charm and there have been mutual betrayals still. There is absinthe. And the betrayal was when <laughs> the guy talked about it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Hilariously, you know, you might be right, Dante. <laughs> I, I think I am. I think I am. You know, I mean. Uh, but it might not be. It might be. It might not be cocaine. It might be just absinthe. No, no. Him. I mean something yeah. like that. You know. He was uh, on something. He was on something for sure, and he talked too much, and he had diarrhea of the mouth. Yeah. So he seemed <laughs> <laughs> clearly something. That would not be surprising, though. That's true. <laughs> yeah, because like people then. They were probably naive enough to think that, like, they could, like, just tell people, like, what they're working on. and they <laughs> He wouldn't probably didn't it. remember a fucking thing the yeah. next day. <laughs> He's like, yep, this is a whole book on, This is a whole book on absinthe. It says uh, uh, it caused euphoria without drunkenness and an, and an effect similar to the opium, to that of opium or cocaine. Wow. Which that, that probably means running your mouth. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. So that's great. So this guy, this guy, this guy was an inventor, and he probably went and like did a bunch of cocaine and absinthe. But what's good? Well. Here's what's good about it, right? He, he, he should he do the biography of this guy. Yeah. Go look <laughs> <through his> shit. <laughs> I'm interested. I might do it. So, so he, he, what's great is he had some good ideas. He probably was <laughs> never. Dundee's pulling this out of his ass. And yeah, we're yeah. Gonna go, we're gonna go like confirm it. Once upon a time, right, right. Dundee's like, I know how cocaine works. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, the guy probably was never going to execute on any of his really good ideas. At least he had the foresight to run his mouth in front of the right people who had the uh, it the looks wherewithal like he, it, Dante, it looks it. like he did in fact execute on a lot of his ideas. Oh, ma- he, he ex- it's just that he he executed after the ah, people he ran his mouth right. executed. <laughs> He's like, oh, FOMO, I better do this. <laughs> That would be really funny if the example of like people having like if ideas having come like their time having come was in fact the result of like inventors being just like shitty at like keeping their mouth shut. Yeah. Right. That would right. be great. That's right. that's hilarious. That's probably yeah. how like like Edison probably figured that out. And was like <laughs> that's how I'm gonna. Like right. He's like he goes out and he's like, "What's your uh, what's your? I'm not gonna take it. What's your idea? <laughs> what's your idea here? Yeah. Oh. He, would, he would interview. Oh, yeah, them. absolutely. What he did. What here's what happened was uh, uh, Edison probably said, "Here, look, uh, I'm gonna sign this friend DA." <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a, a, a make-believe. Uh, don't worry. Don't worry about it. You, 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 can, you can tell me. Tell me. You know. Yeah. So. Um, um, but <laughs> yeah, so maybe. maybe uh, back rub. That's, yeah. a, that's a great find, Sean. Oh, thank you. Charles back Cross. Back rub. Hmm. wonder why they got rid of the name. Back. Bless you. Oh. It, it's kind of ironic uh, that uh, Google, you know, with their, you know, there's a little controversy in terms of how the stuff goes on, you know, in terms of the... Wh- what's this big trend nowadays <laughs> with... Uh, oh, sexting. The, the sex this and all that <laughs> stuff. What's sexting? <laughs> what? You're right. <laughs> 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 what? He just threw out sexting. You're like, yeah, that's it. He said, what's this, you know, he said, what's this trend these days? And I go, oh, sexting. Oh, and no, you go, no, you know, there's a thing sext- with Google. Yeah. No, with, you know, with all the, uh, the, the suits and the harassment and all this... So I'm just trying to think. Oh, it wasn't you know, okay. Like throw, is that the trend? Throw, throw in. No, no. But I'm just saying how much more fun it would have been if they had kept back rub 
in, in the mix, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, this sex stuff, I think, I, I think this, bad uh, name. I don't know if we want to talk about this, but I, this kind of hit a weird, like a different. Uh, a knife? Or, or, or maybe like there's more rationality coming into this whole thing because there was, I don't know if you know, if there's a comedian uh, by the name of Nziz Azari. Um, right. The famous one? He, he, well, you may not know, but he's famous. He famous. He's like an Indian guy. <laughs> no. Um, he was accused of like bad, like sexual conduct. It was, it was a very like, he went on a date with a woman and they went back to his place and he was like kissing her and, and they had wine and they went down on each other. And then, like, she felt weird about it the next day, and then he apologized. And months later, after he wins, like, a Golden Globe, she, I don't know if she went forward or this, uh, like, newspaper company, not newspaper, like, art, like uh, media company came yeah, to yeah. her saying, uh, like, what happened? And she, w- she, wrote, she wrote a whole thing saying, like, he was, like, really bad. He was part of, like, the sexual misconduct thing. And uh, the difference this time... Like him getting accused, right? Was you had a lot of mainstream outlets saying, "Whoa, hold, hold the fuck up, uh, this was a bad date, um, and this woman is like attacking this guy too much." Like there was a video of a woman on some big news site that was calling the woman out for being like, "Look, like this, this was consensual. You didn't have a good time. Things didn't work out the way you wanted, and you're not gonna like now. You're coming out trying to like hurt this guy's career by." making accusations against him. Right, right. So we've had this buildup of like the, the mm. Harvey Weinstein, the Kevin Spacey, and then it, and then this guy is kind of now 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 the mainstream opinion seems to be this is too this wait, is wait, crazy. wait, hold on. It's even gotten worse. Dante, Dante, Charles what? Cross Ooh. drank up to 20 absinths a day. How much is that in an, uh, in ounces? So I don't know, but do a you know, shit ton. But you know, do you <laughs> so I tried to do I tried to do real absinthe back in college. Okay. Wait, here's is it still around? Okay. Here's the thing. Is it legal? Most absinthe, they sell it in it, the Seven Eleven, but mo- it's not the real absinthe that people want. <laughs> the oh. real absinthe that you want, so it's has like some type of. Um, I think it's called wormwood in it. Yeah, and it's wormwood. only sold in oh, those certain. Are, aren't those mushrooms? N- n- apparently, wormwood. they may have psychoactive properties. Okay, and that's like, have you ever seen the movie Euro Trip? Uh, and there's like they drink absinthe in like Czechoslovakia, and they sh- and he's seen like green. Like fairies and shit, <laughs> so it's not just getting drunk; <laughs> it's like hallucinating. Okay, yeah. But most absinthe, most absinthe you can get on the market. Like we, you and I could go down to the liquor store and get some, but it's it's just alcohol. It's just uh, it doesn't it's just called it, absinthe. The real absinthe apparently is like only in certain places in Europe. But oh back yeah, then, an absinthe and absinthe is three to five centiliters. Really? Yeah. What? Don't ask me what that means. And there's a whole, there's a whole like ritual of it's how point you drink zero it. zero two gallons because well, I did it with people. and point uh, zero 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 one bitcoins. Uh, no, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you just go on the on the, on the dark web? No, uh, no, I just no. I'm looking up like, what a fucking absinthe is. This is like hilarious to me. Oh yeah, there's a whole pr- the, you have a special spoon. Where, oh, where you melt you you have a you have like a special spoon. I for, kind of forget this, but you have I think like you're a sugar about cube. Heroin. No, 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 no. <laughs> no it, there's a sugar cube, and you pour the absinthe over the sugar cube, and you add some water, and that's supposed to be. There's a proper way to drink it. There were famous wow. like artists and musicians, and I guess like si- inventors and scientists who were doing a lot of absinthe back in the day, are claimed to have done a lot of absinthe. But it, these days, it's not. There's only like the 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 the, the, the really interesting absinthe. It's three tenths. It's, it's three tenths of a f- an ounce. Three tenths of so an so ounce. So is that what, what's that like? Like a third of a shot? 
That's uh, a third of a shot, right? Yeah. If an ounce, yeah. That's one one centiliter, so it's three to five centiliters, so it's a shot. My, my shots were always. <laughs> much like, I, I, I feel like, ab- yeah. like it's, that's how they like measured shit back then. They would like make it really complicated, so you'd have to <laughs> Google in the future to figure out how much. Yeah, they, they didn't just say shots. Well, yeah. they were it's just a fucking shot. Yeah. <laughs> Google in the future. So, so, so Dante, he had twenty shots of absinthe a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll so make that'll make you run right. your I mouth. Absolutely, like I, I, Thomas Edison. <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> I call it the fur. It's having to do this thing, and it'll play music, <laughs> beautiful music. <laughs> and then he like goes back and like 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 Edison goes back because I was like, look, guys, I just. I talked to Charles Cross. He's like, f- he's fucking drunk again. But he had this great <laughs> idea. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, yeah. Can we develop it. this thing? We and should make an ICO. Right, all of all the <laughs> stuff I'm reading about Cross, it says like he, he's like, I wrote, I wrote a paper on that a year before you released it, and it's probably like, like illegible. Like I don't even know what I'm writing. The <laughs> 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 form. It's like a Byzantine <laughs> general kind of thing. It is, right? You know what I mean? Anyhow, that's <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. 20, 20, 20 shots. <laughs> How did it's he a, support his habit if he like missed all the with, inventions? With, with bottles, Dante. No, but what? what he no, was a I'm poet. Saying. He did poetry. He was a famous apparently. No, but I mean, poet w- and was like the, the stuff must have been pretty expensive. He was, he he I think he was a famous blogger, and he like had a decent amount of traffic to his site. Right, r- right, right. Back in the eighties. <laughs> well, he probably <laughs> he, may had, he may have had some time uh, travel. VC funding too, like like right. like you know, like people were giving him money for his his works of art and science. Oh wait! So are they tokenized? <laughs> or uh, probably. Dante, do yeah. you still like Donald Trump? I like what he has been doing. Yeah, I'm coming around on him a little bit. I, are I, like, you really? I like. Yeah, I, I think it's he's amazing. I, I think he's bumbling around in dark like an idiot. But I think what's going on here, in my opinion, is that he. Uh, it seems like he's he's gotten rid of all the idiots around him, and and now apparently Jared and Ivanka. Have some decent ideas about how to like save, like do some like 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 face saving stuff. He's still a bumbling retard. Well, but like I th- I, I think that they're you may be fine. You pointed out the meeting he had with yeah bipartisan yeah, yeah. meeting with the other members of now, Car- now that like Bannon's gone and shit, he might just end up being a Democrat too. That's that's what's funny. Well, what if he ran next? You mean time? Tr- I think that'd be hilarious if like if Trump ran as it like to, to like what fuck makes with, you think well to fuck with Oprah? He should do this. He should just run as a Democrat. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, because <laughs> what are they gonna do? Like because on on the on the uh, the Jared side, Jared like Kushner side, yeah, that's like his family and connections and like social circle. They're mostly like uh, they're, they're like Democrats there. Well, like, well Trump, yeah, so. Trump always appeared to be well, a he Democrat. Be. Yeah, he, yeah, he always had that uh, right. impression. <coughs> and he kind of surrounded himself. What with if he spends his second? What, what if he does like a shit ton in the next like year or two, and then he spends his second term undoing it all? <laughs> <laughs> Just like winds it up and then winds it down. Like, well, so yeah. I was a Republican, <laughs> I did this, and now it's not a Democrat. I don't care. I don't like that stuff. I've <laughs> seen centipedes. Dock up for everybody. And then they go they go straight, they curl up, yeah. they go straight. You ever yeah, see that? That's Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Doc, well, like, like you, you wait. But he's going to be like, he's going to be like, dock up for everyone. And he's going to like go through it and like, uh, you know, but you said centipede. Wind it back up. Yeah. 
you, is he a human centipede? Is that no? Like, I mean, like that, a real centipede. Do you think like, that Trump like, might you know, be a you know human those, centipede? You, you know about like the like the, uh, the subreddit, the Donald, and like when he was running, there was a lot of jokes about we're centipedes and stuff. Like I don't know what that's about because I never really saw that. It's a that, weird that reference. Re- that subreddit. So that subreddit got really popular when uh, the can't Trump you can't stump the Trump yes, videos came out. <laughs> yeah. Well, the biggest video. one was episode four. Yeah. Which featured um, this dialogue and part of a track, like a techno song, where it goes centipedes, bow, 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 bow. Yeah, I think I remember that. It's, it's, um, I think it's like Knife Party or something that does that track. Don't know how, no, that's how I know that. But like, there was a song, Centipede was mentioned, and I think that's how it got pulled into like the Donald camp. And now they're like, centipedes, like centipedes, we got a rally. Like, that was a big thing like a year ago. Yeah. So they were referring to themselves as As centipedes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I man, that's just like shit. A, which is hilarious. hilarious. But yeah. so here's the funny thing. I I I was really really surprised. I'm, I'm surprised to see the things that he's actually actually executing on. You know, yeah. so he he's coming across by his actions to be rather conservative. I I, I am amazed by his conservative. But what I what I like about him, like honestly, like I think I I, st- I, I have to say he is a bumbling retard. But like, what I like about that him might be part of the act. I don't think it is. I think he's just that stupid. But I, I think I think I, I think he might be. Think I think so. he might be bum like stumbling into like de- some decent shit. Like I think he might have actually surrounded himself in some ways with the right people. Like for example, this like uh, North Korea stuff. I don't think anyone else would would be willing to discuss like bombing North Korea. But I, I like everything I read foreign policy wise is saying it's the right move. I know right, nothing right. about foreign policy, but like as I read like arguments for and against it, it seems like Wha- the fours make a lot more sense. Why? Why? What, what is what is the four argument for bombing them? Well, I mean, number one, uh, they like their leaders fucking nuts, and they, yeah, they we have no like they have nukes now, right? That they, they have long range nukes. Um, number two, South Korea has completely like completely destroyed their ability to defend against it by turning all of their like bomb facilities into like shopping malls and shit. So apparently, like. It's it's a it's it's a bad situation where like if North Korea actually does something, South Korea is kind of fucked, um, and the United States at that point would have to like engage with North Korea regardless. So there's a, like um, a number of the people that Trump surrounded with him with uh, himself with have like decided that we kind of need to look at doing what they're calling a bloody nose strike, which is to go in and I guess destroy a number of the, um, the munitions that North Korea have. That's as like that's as much as I can like that I really know about it. But it it seems yeah. everything I read seems to like come off as very reasonable. Um, and a lot of the foreign policists are saying that like there's really no way that this escalates beyond um, what it is because otherwise you'd have like a global war and nobody really wants that. So I, I don't know. Like it's 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 very it's complicated. It's extremely it's complicated. complex. Yeah. But like he's taking the like the very difficult road and he might be playing the game really like correctly. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, I, I the, the thing about the bumbling and all that sort of jazz, I I I don't know. I I, I don't really. I don't know what you're referring to as bumbling, and and if you point those things out, I don't know that they really matter. You know, I mean, that's at the end of the day, I've never seen. Uh, I, I have in the past seen a couple of politicians who had uh, things water roll right off their back. Sure, you know, uh, I, I think Bill Clinton was one of those people. Of course, you know, and. Uh, I think at the end of the day, I mean, what what they're trying to do uh, to him? Uh, d- did you hear about this 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 very big deal with the memo that's being talked about uh, this last couple of days? Mm-mm. All right, so there is a, uh, I, I guess it's a congressional memo 
It is it is top secret. Okay. Um, not 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 now. <laughs> Dante knows about it. Well, I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> the, the memo is top secret. The only way that people can have access to this memo is they are they're allowed. I'm talking about members of Congress. Right. They are allowed to come into a room, and they can see it. Okay. You can't have copies of it. You can't, you know, you can't oh, do it. Yeah. That's it's like, Sean, it's like that's Scientology. Like that, no, it is, or it's like, it's true. It's like Scientology. I was going to say, it's like your, uh, my cam, your cam you, four you channel. You can't have, you, like, you can't have you my can't videos, videos but you have, you have to, room. yeah, that makes and sense. pay for it. Scientology does the same thing. You can't take the documents yeah. out of Xenia. You have to, that's like, true. You, you have, have to look. Yeah. So, so anyway, uh, a lot of, uh, members of Congress have gone in and they have seen this memo and they're like aghast. The urum and the thummum. They actually say okay. we have gazed upon we have gazed <laughs> upon the sacred scriptures of Trump, <laughs> and, uh, they, and they say what? Well, the thing that they're referring to is this 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 memo that really covers. Well, they're they're actually. You mean the Fusion GPS memo? Is that what you're talking about, or what? No, no. Um, they okay, go in. They, I, I they go in there, and it says I, like I, it's just a big piece of paper that like Trump printed, and it says it's, it's a Trump. Trump did not collude with Russia. It's a four-page memo. <laughs> And essentially, what it does, I mean, if if and and people are calling for this to be uh, released released to the public, and uh, and if they hey you know they're even saying if you want to redact certain names of individuals you know for for whatever reason, that's fine. But let's get the details of this out. So right. apparently, the details of this, they are saying the ones that who have seen it, they're saying that this is a much 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 bigger deal. Than ever was Watergate. Okay, I mean that this is like huge. What, what that what is though? This this memo and what it points out and what it refers to in terms of how the FBI and a couple some other agencies were actually weaponized to target. So your your assertion is that like Obama? Not my assertion. That Obama. It's not my assertion. I'm 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 reporting. What it is that they're saying in, in that's in this memo, and they're yes, but and you, the but answer you is it. they are saying you believe it. Well, do I believe? So it's your assertion. That's I'm saying it. Just just own it, Dante. No, like, no, I, 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 it's not a question of owning it. I'm <clears throat> I'm just saying this is what is a big thing in the news right now. The last couple of days, it's like you know breaking news, and. I, if it ends up getting released, uh, it, it's but what's it's the like? Do we know any context? Like what? It, what it's even about? Like yeah. Okay. So apparently, the here, here's the TLDR on it. Uh, the uh, but it's all like FISA court shit. Well, it's about FISA. Yeah. So in other words, what did they use? <laughs> it's uh, actually, I think it's the FISA memo is what you want is what you call it. You know, is how you'd find it. That's what I would expect. Yeah. So, okay. And FISA memo. How did they? How did they get the uh, FISA warrant for them to go ahead and start wiretapping individuals that were private citizens? Or blah blah blah. So you know, d during Watergate, <coughs> the big uh, the big thing was that one party went to go see what w the other party was up to. Right. You know, prior to uh, an a camp, you know, uh, an election. So they wanted to see what they're up to. There was no networking. There was no internet. There was none of these things. Right. That we they have walked today. into a room and they. So they had shit. a. You know, they they based, So these people broke in uh, to the Watergate Hotel, I guess it was, and uh, they took some material that was owned by the opposition party. Mm -hmm. uh, Nixon had nothing to do with it, but what he his big mistake 
was that when he learned about this stuff later, I guess he protected some of the people. So he kind of, it was like the cover-up, not the crime. Right. So when you put it in context in terms of what had happened, and that was supposedly like such a huge, huge deal that the media was like really all over, um, everything that's happened, you know, uh, even just leading up to this election has been so much bigger than what had happened back then. <coughs> and so I- if what they did, if you had uh, the Clinton campaign and then you had the DNC finance this bogus you know, uh, dossier thing that they put together, and some of that right. came from the, the Kremlin, and they take this dossier, and that was this fake phony thing was used as a basis to, to, to go ahead and make a request with the Pfizer, Pfizer uh, court to allow for the FBI to go <coughs> ahead and start doing wiretaps and, you know, the whole, whatever, bugging rooms or whatever they did. I don't know how they went about it. So uh, it, 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 it was a, there was a, a lot of, uh, according to what it appears or what they I mean, this is kind of remarkable. To. I'm seeing a lot, like, senators are tweeting, like Steve King of Iowa. Is he a senator? Mm. Steve King. Um, I'm not sure if he's a senator. Representing the 4th District. So he's a representative, I think. So, yeah, he's probably but like a it says, I've, I've read the memo. The sickening reality has set in. I no longer hold out hope that there's an innocent explanation for the information the public has seen. I have long said it is worse than Watergate. It was never Trump, and always Hillary released the memo. Right. So, I mean, I read the Donna Brazil book this week, by the way, Dante. Oh, did you? Yeah, well, I did. Uh, now, how damning was that? Um, it was actually amazing because uh, so there's a lot of discussion about like Russian tactics. You would be surprised to know if I mean, you, you don't have to believe her, but um, her claim is that she never actually released any of the answers uh, to the to the Hillary campaign. She mm, that's interesting. I, I it's I, I would I, I, like honestly like it, she admitted to uh, it. No, somewhere. no, 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 she didn't. So she she said read the book. It's actually phenomenally interesting. Right. So what what happened is she like the allegations started pouring in that she had released this memo, right? And uh, wait, she... Wait, 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 which memo? Or that she had released the answers. Oh, the answers yeah. to the, 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 the questions. The questions, the right. Debate. With the headline, the subject line, sometimes I get the answers. So she's saying, like, she's like, I don't remember this email. I just don't. I don't remember sending that. And, and it's weird because, like, I have a... She, the, the email was sent to John Podesta's <laughs> secretary. And she's like, I, I, she says in the book... I have a direct line to John Podesta, so why why wouldn't I have just sent it to John Podesta? I don't know. So she said she searched all of her email. She sur- she searched everything. She searched mm-hmm. everywhere. She did her best job to try to figure out if she actually sent this. And honestly, it comes off as very genuine. Okay, very genuine. And uh, and and she doesn't believe she sent it, but she says ultimately, like until we know, like the, the responsibility's on me. Maybe she was taking absinthe. Maybe. That could very well be, but honestly, <laughs> or, like, Dante, or like it makes it makes perfect sense that like uh, like uh, there's a, a lot of examples of emails that were coming out that that were being spoofed um, in terms of who they came from. So like ru- emails from like Russia that are basically well, originating from like Russia, like Russian origins that are basically spoofing emails of like people that are prominent in the campaign. So it it makes perfect sense that that's what happened to her. Perfect sense, and uh, and like uh, from what I read, it seemed very like very much like she was willing to like eat the dog shit if she did it like she has a lot of shitty opinions in that book i think she's very like she really 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 hates um who's the like independent journalist independent that that guy who did this week he did that video oh, God, fucking a i'll forget his name 
Which video are you referring? The the one the, the like the, the Project Veritas dude. Oh, uh, O'Keefe. Oh yeah. So she hates him. James really O'Keefe, hates him. She right? like calls him a snake in the book and shit. Like I like him. Yeah. Every I mean he's fine. I think whatever. He's no biggie. But like she hates him. Yeah. That's why um, I like so him. like I, I think she has a lot of like shitty opinions. But like th- she comes off as extremely genuine. Like very genuine. Genuinely afraid. She talks a lot about Seth Rich. Oh um, yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. What did she like, say about Seth Rich? She doesn't believe it was like Russians. She doesn't believe it was anything other than just like he was probably in like a bad neighborhood at a bad time. Yeah. Which, which, which is her opinion, and I think that that's probably absolutely. She true. just lost credibility. In Why? That because you're in a bad neighborhood at a bad time. Uh, what, what, what are they even proffering that was done? Because nothing was stolen from him, right? It, so, like, you never know what happened. Like, that's 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 the entire thing. She she says she says in the book she's like, there's a lot of like rumors about what it could be, thoughts that it's Russian. She just, she just says like very well, she says very bluntly, I don't think that those are right. I think he was just probably in the wrong place at the wrong okay, time. Okay. Well, however, however, she was so paranoid. Yeah. She had she had the uh, the offices of the DNC and everything else like numerous times, uh, right. Like swept for bugs. Not only that, but um, she she also said. That after that happened to Seth Rich, that she was afraid to stand by a window. No, 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 that's not, that's not true. So she well, had well, this, what did she say? No, she had she had this guy. She calls her Spook, um, and he would tell her that like things were happening. But like there were a number of like sort of strange uh, things that happened to her. Like for example, there was a time when someone left a, bo- a box of like spoiled food outside of her house. Right. Um, and the Spook that she's talking to was telling her that like oftentimes Russians will go after your pets. They're really good at like poison. Um, and so she like called him about this. And he's like, "Was it food?" And she's like, "I don't know." She had someone else take it away and like dispose of it and confirm that yeah, it was. She it was actually poison. Took, well, no, that it was it was spoiled food. She didn't have it tested for poison or anything, but like she was like in a paranoid state. Um, and she had a security team from the DNC come to her house and uh, look at her house. And she's she's a she's a New Orleans girl, so she has a, a room. Uh, that's like the living room, and most we'd call it the living room, but like I don't know, New Orleans they have a different name for it. It's like the buffon or something like that. So she said it was like filled with windows, and they, windows. they they advised her that she should not spend as much time in that room because like you know oh they advised yeah. her that. Um, in addition, she so was it wasn't her own yeah she, she became a little bit paranoid about being near windows. There you um, go. That's that's what she I'm, said that one day one day someone came into the office and like was watering the plants. Yeah, and uh, they. Uh, she she asked around. She's like, "Do we have a contract with like a plant waterer? Like, what the fuck is going on?" And they couldn't find one. So she had the place again swept for bugs, and they got like a weird signal on the balcony of her office, but they couldn't confirm that it was a bug or where the bug was. So like she said that after that she would like end every day by saying, you know, like, "Good night, Mr. Putin." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's just a paranoid schizophrenic. Well, she was very paranoid during the campaign. I think that she was just under attack. Um, and weird, it was weirder still. Like she's talking about like the funds. She she's very blunt in the book, Dante. She felt very bad about like what Debbie Wasserman Schultz did. She didn't like the way they treated Bernie. She didn't like. I mean, she was. It, the book is so. It's the most honest political book I've ever read in my life. Right. Right. Most honest. Um, she comes off as genuine as fuck. She talks about like the Tucker Carlson interview where she like. Um, was asked about stuff and like couldn't really defend herself, and then Trump like tweets out like she's very dishonest. Go to she should go to jail, you know something like that. Mm. Um, so she talks about that. She talks like everything. She just kind of it's like a tell all. Really, it's amazing. Most honest book I've ever read. I I, I actually really came to both respect and like Donna Brazil. Really, mm-hmm. that's amazing. How wha- um what did she say about uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz? 
Um, so Debbie Wasserman Schultz was asked to step down from the DNC head. So like, right. like she was um, apparently like the the board of the DNC. They are all like volunteer positions except for the head of the DNC. Right. Right. So she was like the deputy head or whatever it is. She was like she was next in line, but like never really thought anything would happen. Um, so what happens when the hacks come out and all the emails get leaked and the Bernie shit comes out? Debbie Wasserman was going to be the head of the DNC until like the campaign right. or until the, uh, the the convention. At which point she was going to step down. But she went to like a rally before that and people were like screaming and like, you know, yelling about Bernie and all that. So like it, it became very untenable for her to continue in that position. So she like stepped down before okay. even the DNC convention. So Donna Brazil had to like step in and like had no idea what she was fucking doing. None. And right, she, right. She talks about the experience. Like she said, like day one, it's like basically the first day she's like the, the head of the DNC. She's like basically starting at the convention and she's got a guy like following her around um, as like her boy, like, you know, getting things, writing things down, doing That's whatever, racist. whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> and she like she, she like looks at the she looks at the kid and she it might have been a girl. And she's like, um, like, I don't I don't need you. I like I don't need you. Like you, we have to find you a different position or you're like you have to like quit. But like I don't need you. So she starts like trimming things that she thinks are like fat there. Mm -hmm. um, it was funny because like they weren't the things that I think are like problematic. She sounds like a very difficult person to work with. She sounds like very temperamental and kind of like my way or the highway kind of person. Um, right, and, right. But yeah, like it's it's a very honest like account. I don't think that she's dishonest. I hear I, I've, I've met people like her. Um, she talks about sitting her black ass down, you know, like she, she's like very like sort of uh, self-deprecating, very honest. I, I don't I, I would tell anyone who wants to read like a, an interesting political book. This is the one to read. Really? Yeah. OK, I, I, I might uh, I might take a look at it. I, I wouldn't say I walked away liking her. In fact, I, I think I, I kind of despise her. But like she's like someone I would get a beer with and like talk to and like enjoy because it's uh, interesting of. content. No, no. It's just that she's like she's a she's a reasonable person. I don't love her. I don't love her uh, strong opinions about certain things. I think that, like, I think, like, going after James O'Keefe. James O'Keefe is pretty, like, he's been pretty good, I think. I, I don't, there's a lot of accusations about video editing. I, I've not seen evidence of that. I, like, I doubt it. Right. I doubt like, it. I think that he's been pretty honest as a mm -hmm. reporter. Um, I think that his content. He's getting better, too. Yeah, I think his content is kind of, like, weird. I think he goes after really strange stories that no one wants to cover. He'll never win an award. Um, but he I don't. I don't think he cares. No, I don't think it's so. Like a I think badger. this sort of ambush journalism is fine. I think he's. It's sort of a new invention. I like I think it. that it puts people on edge. Um, I don't hate it in any way. I think yeah. it's. I, I think it's against all journalistic ethic, and I think that that me that the reason that that's okay is because maybe journalism needed to be shaken up a little bit. I think they've lost their ethic most for the. I don't think they've lost. Their ethic. I think the ethic I mean, is in large part why they won't go after uh, like like difficult stories, because. Oh yeah, I think um, I think that's I think that's a problem with journalism. Speaking of uh, wait, uh, Sean was going to bring something up. Uh, uh, we talked well, about uh, difficult uh, story, uh, stories. I was reading a lot about uh, some of these political books that have been coming out. Yeah, and I was just going to ask if that book specifically, or you in general, have like more uh, like any like working conclusions of like what the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> like, you with like the Trump shit. Like Russia? Uh, well, like it's always like Russians are like fucking with us, and right. it's kind of like. Is it? It's it's even like weirder than that. Like like they're fucking on like multiple levels. Like is that? Well, it's I just cheap. Like, I think what's going on here is that it's very cheap for Russia to attack us in this way right now, right? Like using social media, using these things. Like, what does it cost to like start four hundred Twitter accounts and just like see which ones hit? Yeah, I mean, this is not anything. They're just indexing the attack, right? They're just like we're gonna we're gonna go after like fifty five groups. We're gonna see, you know, with we're gonna have a hundred Twitter accounts. We're gonna see which ones start becoming popular, and then we'll focus our efforts on those. And that's what they did. 
Um, and they did it with Facebook. They did it with Twitter. They did it with like everything. They fuck. They tried Pokemon. They tried well, they everything. I mean, they adapt to the times. I mean, they they did everything that they. Well, there's a great TV show. Uh, it's called The Americans with a K. Um, it's it's like a you know every season right. kind of thing, and you've got the the this uh, husband and wife, but they weren't re- a real husband and wife. They were like plants, and they were sent. Oh, I like. I remember that show. I like that. They were sent I over like from Russia. And then they end up having kids together, and it's all a they're in like, it's they're all in like front. They're in suburbia. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that is Richard Spencer at the moment, by the way. I'm, I'm fairly certain. I, I, I'm not familiar. Richard Spencer, the head of the alt-right? Well, I've seen him on a video where he got punched. That's all I know yeah, about. Yeah, that, that guy. Yeah, but I don't know anything else so about his, him. So his wife, his wife is a, like, Russian. She was, she was working for Oh, the, really? She was working for uh, a foreign policy academic in Russia. She was his uh, translator, I believe. And he's written sort of the quintessential book on foreign policy in like foreign policy schools in Russia. And the, the, the methodology that the book describes is basically um, getting black racists and those who are against black racists infiltrating those groups and getting them to fight. It's like a large, a large portion of it. Basically infiltrating like group uh, politics in like third or in like it's in other countries. Well, it's the literal strategy that's specifically being understanding American culture and figuring out how to get people against each other. Like you just said, right, right, right. And it's so totally like it, it's, it's, it also it's sounds like really fucking conspiracy, conspiratorial, and, and like I understand by that. Nat- by by its very nature. Well, it that's is. the beauty of it. It's like they're they're like Russia. Russia's phenomenal at this, and I remember like during the Ukraine, uh, like the Ukraine mess. Like this is the thing. Like, um, like in order to get information out of Ukraine, you had to be like reading like basically blogs that were being fed information by the CIA. Um, and it was like really difficult to find. And there were a couple of like institutions that you like, um. Like could get this information from, but then like you know, as as an American, like you're reading like you know secondhand journalism, like uh, the Kiev Post or something like that, to like get uh, to get information about like you know, it's the only it's the only English speaking paper out of there. The rest of it was like fucking English blogs. What about RT? I mean, do you ever watch the RT channel on YouTube? No, but I know, I, with I, know it? I know all about RT. But yeah, what about it? No, no, I'm asking you what you know about it. Or I mean, I, I in the con- tons in of the RT context th- that you're just discussing. I mean, I, I, I mean, RT is used to disseminate like Russian propaganda. So I mean, but, but I mean, they've become incredibly popular, you know, in in the you know West in the West, and uh, you know, when it comes to propaganda, look at Al Jazeera. Yeah, uh, do, are you familiar with them? Did you know who runs it? Yeah. Well, no, but they 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 bought a TV station mm-hmm. from Al Gore. Al Gore sold a television station to Al Jazeera. No, that, that's not. That's I think not what it happened. was Al. No, no, no. Well, well, what did happened? Did Al Gore buy? No, he sold. Oh, he it. sold it to Al Jazeera. That's right. He did yeah. the. Uh, that's right. He bought the. He had that liberal channel. You, I, I don't remember I, which I channel. I forget it was. what it was called, but it was a Google-related mm. channel, I think. But 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 it's something like that. But um, he had another suitor, you know, that wanted to buy the station, and he turned them but down. But I'm less concerned about Al Jazeera. Like Al Jazeera, like like well, I think there's less. They're like, like an RT. Not really though. It's like there's there's less propaganda that is like coming out of like Arab nations in the same way. Like like Russia uh, is is a propaganda propped up state. Yeah, but there's I a lot of Hezbollah pro- and Hamas. But and I don't doubt that. I, mean, I think Al surprised me, but like isn't Al Jazeera's pro- organized? Isn't Al Jazeera's propaganda more like uh, it's like localized towards places in the Middle East versus like Russia Today or Russian Times or RT or whatever that is like trying to disseminate information intentionally at like the Western world? Like, well, like, like that's like that's the first 
I might be. I don't know. I, like, I I think they're just like different groups. They're propaganda group organizations, and they may have slightly. And they have slightly. Obviously, they have different goals. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I'm not saying. I'm not suggesting that their goals are aligned, but th- it's just another type of organization that's a propaganda. Uh, media organization, and they were full on. I mean, you you got to see some of the stuff. They they don't put the same stuff across that we would see. You know, I can't remember I, the I, name I'm of I'm that less, channel. I'm so much less concerned with Al Jazeera though, because like like Al Jazeera, the thing with Russian TV or Russia Today is that they like they target like minority groups. So for example, the reason they're so big in Bitcoin is because they target libertarian crazies. <laughs> They Max they have Kaiser, right? the Max Kaiser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They put Jesse Ventura on there. Anyone who's like like purporting to like like uh, to advance secure or uh, to advance conspiracies, that is one hundred percent going to be on RT. You know, d- is there is there anything about um, uh, gee, what's his name? You just mentioned his name a second ago. Uh, Max Kaiser. No, the, the bald guy, uh, Jesse Ventura. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think got time to bleed. You know, the guy. only thing I like, my, my former governor. The only thing I like about oh, yeah. Jesse Ventura. Yeah, it, what do you it, like about it, him? Is, is that he wrestled? Is how? No, no, no. <laughs> was was the punch in the face that he took from the the Navy SEAL uh, w- when he was insulting? <laughs> you know what I'm talking. Oh, wait a minute. I think the guy who punched him in the face was the was the uh, the the guy who was murdered. Remember the Navy SEAL who was murdered? You know, uh, yes, uh, American the, the, sniper, yeah, the, the American sniper guy who yeah, got yeah. murdered by the crazy. Well, yeah. So I guess they were in a, a place, bar. a bar, I think it was a bar, yeah. And uh, Ventura was running his mouth, and he was like being insulting to the troops or whatever it was. And this guy just knocked him out. <laughs> I, I don't think that was. I don't think that was what happened, though. I think, like, uh, I think he sued. He sued him for defamation. I think he won. Who? I think Ventura did. When you say defamation, I I don't know the details. I I just. Recall hearing that that American sniper guy punched Ventura in the face. It was something like that. I, th- I, th- I think it was more he like punched him in the the book, something like that, isn't no, it? No, no, no. I think uh, let me let me, let me look it up. Here. It's hard for me to look things. They up they agree to dismiss the former. Uh, okay, I'm here. TwinCities.com. I, I remember when he was a governor. It was so funny. It was like the, the funniest few years of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Was it like really? Well, it was, was hilarious. It, was like, it he didn't like give a fuck. Like he was just—he was like governor of whatever he wanted to do. So, like when they were putting up the uh, the in the in the Capitol uh-huh. in the Minnesota State Capitol, they were having like a picture done of him. Like he proposed that he like wear a boa <laughs> in the picture, like a like, like a snake. Like, a whole, yeah, like a, no, like a wrestling like boa. Oh, you know, like like uh, like one of those like feather boas, like uh, Randy Man Savage. Yeah, you know? like that shit. That's funny. Yeah. So I don't. So know. he wasn't, he oh. wasn't like. Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was like more serious. He was no, like he was not. He was like very like libertarianish, though. Okay. And he like believes all these conspiracies. That's the thing. Like, yeah. but that's the thing. RT Dante, they like very, they very much target like anything that could be separatist and sort of like interesting and strange. Um, and they do that for the purpose of like advancing sort of these like weird ideologies. And so like uh, you know Max Kaiser on the behalf of the Russian government is advancing like anti-bank sentiments and like all of these like strange sort of libertarian conspiracies. He doesn't right. even know he's doing it because, like, that, that that is the cultivation of like assets. That's the way Russia does it. Well, yeah, I, 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 I that makes total sense. I mean, they, they that, that goes back to that TV show we we're talking about, the stuff that really happened back in the seventies. They they were, you know, cl- but then again, I, I I think it's it goes way. You know, if you want to look at history, it goes f- much further back. You know, it goes back to the early nineteen uh, hundreds. You know. With the you know with communism and all that sort of thing, so it was all 
It was, was all kind of infiltration. Was, yeah, because even know? even during the world wars, there was propaganda on both sides against the other side, and um, you had a lot of that. And the video, I think I, I I'm thinking of that you might be thinking of Dante is the, uh, the like some KGB agent who is like on some talk show in America. And he's like outlining like the general plan that the Russians have. Oh, for how that to, like, that guy with the over. big with the big glasses, yeah, like he, he looks like the fly. And he talks like I can't do the accent. But he talks, he talks like, Russian, like the guy who audited the one coin blockchain. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> <guy>. um, <laughs> uh, th- so the, supposedly, what happened here was um, uh, this guy Kyle, the Chris Kyle, the mm-hmm. American sniper. Apparently, he wrote in his book that he punched out a celebrity while mourning the death of a fellow Navy SEAL. So I, I, I believe that Kyle, it says here anyway, I don't know what I'm reading, Washington Post, so it's probably a lie, fake news. Kyle did not identify Ventura by name in the book, uh, blah, 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 I don't know. I, I guess uh, what uh, Ventura somehow sued his estate or right, the the book defamation the money, so. or, or something like that. So, I don't know. Too much information. What's this about a new like uh, a new suspect in the 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 shooting? <laughs> the Sean probably knows more. What's about going on there? All, all I did was see that article that said they found allegedly they found child porn on the shooter's uh, computer, and there's another suspect. Right. Yeah, I, I, there's definitely another uh, at least one other suspect really yeah and oh dante's gonna be right i I love when conspiracy theories happen yeah yeah i'm i'm pretty uh, (laughs) my my conspiracy theories are 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 pretty good they've been time tested over the years you know and just because it's it's fine like i uh it'll be wonderful if it's true i just i like i like when dante like it's a like conspiracy win because yeah it'll it'll make you double down on this oh absolutely yeah so 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 (laughs) what happened now uh, part of this conversation, and I heard little bits and pieces I lately, l- the last couple of days, and there was a little bit b- more um, buzz or speculation pertaining to possibility of ISIS involvement. Right. Okay. And what was the other thing? Oh, and they're making a much bigger deal out of the fact that th- there is a door separating this. So it's a big suite, and part of the suite the door was locked from the inside of that part of the suite you know so there was a broken window right where there was obviously some supposed shooting going on from there and then that's behind a locked door so it, it, it the only way you could get into that room would be to go out into the hallway and walk in the other door of the suite so that door was locked when they came in to when they breached the room that interior door was locked from the other side, so they had to knock down that door. The All right. The what do you think? They like parachuted out? No, no. I, I'm not speculating w- w- how they got out or whatever. I mean, the 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 timing, right? The time, fr- you know, the the the, the timeline uh, would allow for them to have whoever was in that room to have disappeared long before, uh, you know, long before anybody had gotten in. You know, to discover them. Huh. I mean, there was a lot of time that had gone by. So if you follow that whole timeline, which was released early, I think we talked about all those timeline uh, things. I, yeah, because we yeah we did talk about uh, that whole thing when it happened. Right. So uh, so the whole thing, uh, the, the more time that goes by, instead of it getting 
resolved and people saying, ah, okay, you know, let, let's set aside all of the questions. Only more questions uh, are popping up, and, and it looks worse and worse and worse. So uh, anyway, so this has been uh, kind of going on the last several days. Uh, I, I don't know how much that'll, you read about it. That'll be it. interesting. Yeah, if, I if can't wait. No, real quick, have you noticed that, like, uh, that Nick Zabo has been like tweeting a lot about like credit recently? Yeah. I think he's been like having like credit thoughts. Well, he has a few thoughts, but there's a there was a credit thought recently that he had like a whole Twitter conversation with uh, Isabella Kaminska actually, and yeah. like kind of like like, I guess he was anti credit, and then like she was trying to like be like, I, I mean, I can't really I tell what he is. Credit is and will remain crucial to our economy, but it will always imply the possibility of default. Counterparty risk is an unavoidable part of credit and makes it a less secure p- uh, basis for a monetary system than a well implemented and trust minimized cryptocurrency. So like that's so stupid. Yeah, like you, like what, like you can't. Those aren't mutually exclusive ideas that that you can't have like a trust minimized cryptocurrency and like have credit, like that, like that's credit is important. I I can tell you what I have problems with regarding credit. I mean, my problem with credit is that we we incentivize people to take you know like loans. Like for example, um, you have Apple like uh putting their money overseas and then basically repatriating their money with credit, right? Like basically taking loans against the money that they have like stored overseas, and we offer tax incentives against companies taking uh taking loans they get like a, a write-off and that's a huge problem i think that i think like i think there's huge problems with that um I, I i think that that is something we need to fix we need to not incentivize companies to do that uh I well think they, they 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 just did away with those they're they're working on taking away the incentivation no, they're, they're they're removing like tax incentive, like but they're I, I think that there's still like a tax write off. By making write-off. this more competitive, I, th- I think there's still a tax write off for like uh, taking loans. Basically, you can write off the loan. I don't think that's what they're doing. I think they're taking away some of the like, um, but but if they are, that's great. I think that they should. Well, I know, but so back back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if they make us more competitive against these other countries, in terms of the the, the type of taxes. Because otherwise they're double taxed, so they're taxed in the the country that they're doing business in, and then they're if if they bring the funds back here, they're ta- they're taxed again. Yeah, but they're not doing business in those other countries. They're they're just moving the money there because it's like cheaper. I don't know that they're moving the money that there. That's literally. I, I, I don't. Generally, think the so way it works, Dante, I, is that uh, you have like I a corporation in Ireland, and then you move the money there, paying the moving it there from moving it from the U.S. Yeah. Well. And, and you're, you're moving it. You're moving into places where there is zero tax. So, uh, like, where, where do they make the money, though? They they earn this money overseas. Yeah, that's generally international earnings. Right. So they they made the money overseas, and then they get a loan against that money in the U.S. Right. But now you you jump you you jump ahead a step. No, that's the entire point. No, though, they're leaving it parked overseas, and then they're and then they're taking loans against it. In the All US. right. Well, that's a whole different thing. All right. So, but that's that's the point. Like th- they they take loans here because we give a tax write off for the loan. Okay. And and like my my point is that like. Uh, incentivizing incentivizing debt like that to me is a big problem. Like I think so that you shouldn't like you can get rid of a lot of that if you don't incentivize uh, the ability of them of, of these companies to finance uh, that like patri- that 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 uh, non patriation of funds like that. So are you proposing that they remove tax write offs for all loans or just those loans? Um, I think that r- encouraging people to take loans has often been historically problematic, and that uh, it's not. Like it's it's not a terrible idea to not necessarily incentivize it, um, and that 
like I don't know, like I mean, there are there are some uh, ta- like like uh, credits that have been available, and like they have been eliminating a lot of these write offs. Like for example, the mortgage, uh, the mortgage income tax, or the mortgage tax uh, credit is I at think a certain is, level is basically gone. Yeah. In this. No, it's not gone. It, they 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 removed it uh, ab- above a certain dollar. I think I think they removed it for anybody that purchased homes like after a certain date. Uh, which which is fine. I don't think think so. What's going to happen though is over the next couple years, you're going to have to see like homes like readjust. I don't. But see, here's the thing. I I I think that my recollection of what they just did had nothing to do with removing the the uh, that mortgage deduction for anybody after a certain date. That that's not how I recall it. I I think I've seen that what they've done is it's. Over a certain dollar amount, so it's still deductible up to a certain limit of the value of that mortgage. I don't know if it was five hundred thousand. Look at here. I mean, you could very well. You could very well be right. I, I don't know much. I've, I've never had to like take that deduction because I, I don't really believe in owning. Right, but this uh, is a property, new thing. This just yeah. happened. What? Yeah. So, <laughs> what are you, a communist? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, so, I am. So, I, I think all they're doing is, is they're saying you can still deduct. Uh, you know the 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 the, the home home ownership or the mortgage, right? You can deduct the interest. Uh, you can still do that, but over a certain value, over a certain dollar amount, no. Then then you know. So, it, it, I I guess what they're doing is they're trying to. I'm not even saying w- what my position is. This is just my understanding of it. That um, if if you have someone who has a mortgage. And they have a home that's you know worth uh, millions and you know like right. fifty million millions dollars. and billions. Yeah, like Barbara Streisand or one of those people yeah. who don't like people looking at her house from right. the, from the <laughs> sky. <laughs> you know? And uh, but so and 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 uh, I guess there's an argument. I, I'm in favor of uh, eliminating any tax deductions whatsoever from anyone who uh, is involved in Hollywood. Right. Just that's fuck that's Just, that's so stupid. I, no, I know <laughs> it's stupid. Because you know they're they're the first you, you ones. You fucking hate Hollywood. Like, uh, yeah, like this is like yeah, that, that is like genocide rant. Like, yeah. kill them. I just say kill them. What do you think of Bo- what do you think of Bollywood? Now that's a different story. You, you, you're okay with that? Yeah, yeah. Well, the, yeah, because they they have they've to pay tax in India. Yeah. All right. You know. Hey, um, by the way, speaking on this topic, yeah. we, we were talking a, a little while back. This is the shittiest show we've ever done. I think. Isn't it terrible? Yeah, absolutely. Terrible so, so uh, we, there was we touched on the sexual harassment stuff, and I don't know if you guys. Uh, I didn't touch anything. Uh, I did uh, nothing uh, of the sort. Well, you're sitting really close to Sean today. Yeah. So well, uh, it's a very small. Uh, pity. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna get yeah. closer to All this. All right, but you know, it's more like a pimple than a. So I don't know if you guys heard. Oh, I had that. Oh, a pimple on your. Oh, really? Yeah. A oh. pimple on your wing? This is getting... On my balls. And it th- was a pimple, th- th- this which is very that's fortunate disgusting. for me. Yeah. This is like gross. WTMI right here, okay? So... Well, better a pimple Dante, are you, a, are you a millennial? Why are you using, like, shorthand for shit? Why? Is WTMI. Oh, well, what's going on, though? <laughs> what are you saying? Okay, so um, the one of the latest sexual harassment uh, kerfuffles... Was done by Dante. ...is against the guy... Who is ba- uh, the the inventor of Spider Man <laughs> and all of those other Marvel? Oh, Stan comics. Lee. Yeah, they, they, he's ninety five years old. Yeah, he's old as fuck. And the caretakers, you know, his two ca- whatever. He, I don't know how many caretakers he has. They come in, they say, "Take your pills and do this and that." Yeah. He's like grabbing you know, their butt. Time to take a shower. Yeah. And he's like, "Woohoo!" 
Hey, look at him. I, I, like, I like that being like Stan Lee's like legacy. That's great. Yeah. So, so, um, but he's standing up to them. He's good. like, oh yeah, you, you're not pulling this shit on me. Yeah, good. That's it. Like, oh, he's going I'm after Stan it. Lee. You're good. not pulling this shit on, on me. me. Yeah. So, <laughs> have you seen any of the Marvel films that have come out in the last ten years? Because uh, he makes a he makes a he makes a short at least five second appearance in every oh, single movie. Oh, does he really? Yeah, he, yeah, he, he gets paid a million dollars wow. per movie. Oh, no kidding! So well, it's like a royalty. Stan Lee, as long as he's alive, not appearing in a Marvel film is kind of like a big. Uh, like he's a big deal. It's like he didn't bless it, so I feel like yeah, he should fight back, and I, I think I think yeah, he's fighting back. He'll get back, yeah. he's not taking it. He also invented like. Like tons and tons of like the the current generations, you know, mimetic sort of you know world. So oh yeah, his influence yeah. on a cl- on culture yeah, is, yeah. is did he invent Pepe? Huge. Re- no, he I didn't mean have Pepe. Pepe probably not wouldn't rare exist. Pepe. It probably Pepe. it probably wouldn't exist without him. Like yeah. that comic paneling and everything else. I mean, I don't know. Like yeah. I mean, he was he's I don't know anything about comics, but like I know Stan Lee's work because we all do. Yeah, right. like that guy was prolific. All right. Um, I think that's it. Do we have yeah. anything else? Do you want to talk about anything else? Uh, there were some good things. You're like Dick Pimple. Not really. Oh, uh, there were some good things that happened in terms of like Bitcoin, like Lightning Network. Oh uh, yeah, they rolled that out. Um, so kudos to that. It was kind of funny because Blockstream put up like some shirts and like some hats or whatever, and we're basically like you can test out a Lightning channel right. payment through you know through the store. Uh, and the jokes huh. that the whole time Blockstream is basically going to be a like a T-shirt company. That's that's right. That's oh. what they're going to do. Oh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Um, that's that's got to be Samson Miles creation. Can I, yeah, can, all right, yeah. yeah we go, I, that's we like go. his joke. Before well, the we other go, thing too that happened was this. Greg Maxwell uh, yeah. is now not no longer with Blockstream. Oh okay. yeah, that's right. Um, just because like it sounded like being a CTO, like he was getting distracted by stupid shit. So like now he can just work on both Bitcoin full time. Um, right. Which doesn't make any difference. But I gotta say, there's gonna be a lot of people eating their words because, like, Lightning Network is uh, imminent. And oh yeah, there's oh, yeah. been a lot of people saying it's f- like months and years away. So it, it's coming. Yeah, I'm actually very excited about this. Oh yeah, um, and it's 100% feasible. This is what Bitcoin was designed for. Mm-hmm. Well, it, so here's here's the layer, the thing. <coughs> you you know how here's the thing. So there there's always these little uh, weird narratives. <coughs> that are coming out of the uh, Roger Veer uh, camp, yeah. you know. So it's like, you can't call it big cash. You had to call it Bitcoin cash. Oh, I'm going to get upset at you. So anyway, all this nonsense that comes out of there. So one of the, the some of the latest stuff that I'm seeing uh, coming from their camp is they're trying to... Okay, first they started to try to call Bitcoin... Uh, Segwit, Segwit coin. You know what I mean? They're trying to find out what sticks. They're throwing out all this kind of crap. So they were calling it Segwit coin, and they're doing this and that. The latest thing that I see them doing is they're calling uh, Bitcoin. What are they referring? They're 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 referring to um, Blockstream, like yeah. block, you know, Blockstream Bitcoin or Bitcoin Blockstream or whatever. Yeah. So they're they're trying to tag it with Bitcoin like core. some company, Bitcoin Core. Well, no, but they, they right, but they blockstream Bitcoin. I can see that. Well, well no, 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 well, right. But they're not calling it Bitcoin. I really want, I really want Trezor to implement like uh, Lightning Network features so that like you can move money from like Coinbase to Trezor with like you know zero fee and just kind of like continually do. They that. just got a lot of funding. Get so it off, right. like, get it off the fucking exchange, but still like not have to like necessarily settle the chain. Mm-hmm. And the only way that like it would really matter is if like Coinbase tried to like steal your funds and like they didn't have these like validators kind of watching out for that. I don't think I don't think Coinbase would do that, right? 
Um, and you could you could do that. You could be buying bitcoins every week and then like settle the chain once every like you know three or four months, rather than like you know that way that way you could keep it on your trezor, but also mm. you know not have well, to settle the chain right away. That'd be that'd be great. Keep it on the trezor. Keep it on the trezor. Yeah, you'd have well, nothing's you'd have ever on the trezor. I mean, it, it holds your private keys. It's it's signing, right, right. It's signing private keys. So like, right, uh, but it's on the blockchain. It, well, okay. I mean, like, we can get very technical about how like Bitcoin works. Sure, right, right. Like, no, I know. <laughs> no, but, but you're like, suggesting I mean, that that I'm Trezor that does Trezor their own Lightning Network. Well, that the Trezor integrates with Lightning Network, uh, wh- whichever version of it, and right. that like they that you could open a payment channel between Coinbase and Trezor, so that like you could keep your money on Trezor without having to like pay fees. The beauty of that would be that like if let's say you're going to sell like if Poloniex, Coinbase, all of these do that, you could basically be like buying and selling Bitcoins and then you could move them uh, basically instantly from exchange to like your Trezor or off and uh, you wouldn't necessarily have to, like you, you don't have to settle the chain um, until, I don't know, like that exchange exports them to someone who wants to settle the chain. Right. So th- I mean that'd be remarkable. That'd be awesome. So you're a believer though in, in lightning. Network, I am. I right? am a full on uh, lightning. Right. I'm a believer. You, you are. Know? Well, it's funny because like it, like here's the thing. Like you still have so to pay. I. You have to pay transaction fees to like open these channels initially. But like, um, I don't know. Like I I, I don't know if there's limitations because I guess I guess the limitation there is that you have to like lock up the funds like a specific amount. I don't know right. how. I, I'm guessing you probably have to pay another fee to add more funds to it. Um. So I I don't know. Well, sure. Yeah, but um, have you heard that the lately, uh, like today, actually, that uh, number one, the the mempool has really, really freed up. Well, I mean, with, like, did you see the Coinbase? The Coinbase data. Low. You yeah. saw you saw Coinbase data. Like Coinbase was offline for like a couple hours. You see what happened to the mempool? What happened? The, the, it just drops. So Coinbase is not doing. They're not batching transactions. Right. Mm. Which which is hilarious. Like if they're not batching, they're literally sending out each one individually. So like they're spending millions and millions of dollars in transaction fees they don't need to spend. Well, that um, kind of goes back to the, the the UTXO problem that we were talking about earlier. Well, yeah, but like the thing is, they do like, stu- I think Paul Storch is stupidly. right. I think I think Paul's right. They're making so much money they don't give any fucks right now. I think they're I think their main they're, like here's the thing like uh, if you're a growing company you don't worry about attrition until it becomes a problem then you fix attrition. Mm-hmm. So with Coinbase, their just their goal is just to get people in. They're just trying to right, get accounts right. in, yeah. and they're probably building like other stuff, and they don't give a fuck about like two million dollars a day because they're like they're making like fifteen million dollars a day on the other side. Like that's the assessment they're making. Do we develop this and save money over here, or do we develop this and make money over here? Because like those are exactly the same the same question. Oh, so I, I have a question yeah. for the audience. If anybody could like maybe let us know what is the story we were talking about earlier? You know, with the Coinbase thing and and whether they were actually asking. For you to provide them your login and password, or oh. what? So uninteresting. No, I just <laughs> want. I'd like to know. I, I'm not going to go investigate it by going to Coinbase and right. figuring it out. I'm not. I, I I have no interest in doing that. But there are other people who you know. Who yeah, know. yeah. I d- so anyway, yeah, I, I wasn't know. saying it to be interesting. No, I, I, I think that, I think that definitely <laughs> earns us our once already. Yeah, I think that I think that this was the worst show that we've ever done. So Dante, <laughs> yeah. tell them where they can find you. Uh, you can I got bored. It was so boring. I just I fell asleep in the middle of the show. Maybe like no one. No I one know. Listened. Nobody noticed. Yeah. Uh, where you can find me? You, you can find me in the uh, ETH Plus uh, Coin Dojo nice. on Telegram. Yeah. Uh, you can find me. Well, you know, uh, sometimes I jump into uh, bankrupt states on uh, Telegram. All right. Which Sean? you can find by going find to bankruptstates.com. Cam4 <laughs> and an assortment of Telegram channels. Yeah, you can. Oh. 
Wait, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I have a yeah, small yeah. announcement. That's you know, Dante's pregnant. No, no, no. Oh, congrats, so Dante! Y- you Congratulations, know, Dante. We're really proud of you. You know Who's that place where lady? you can buy the John, <laughs> the John Seth T-shirts? Yeah. You know the Monero, yeah. Monero Apparel. Yeah. Yes. Website. So they now have a new website uh, T-shirt on there. You can take a look. at Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So why don't you look it up? I mean, I'll, I'll try to like just ramble here. You know, like to to stall and give you time okay, to there. look it up. Yeah, is there and a Dante? Is there a Dante no, shirt? No, it's not a Dante shirt, but it is a new shirt. Doesn't have my uh, picture on it, which is a good thing. I don't want yeah, you don't want walking that. around yeah, my picture that. on it. You know, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, it it's the uh, Sazamanus. Is there? Uh, yeah. Is Where there? I don't see uh, it. it. I don't know. It's the latest. <laughs> it's uh, it's on there. Uh, no, you wouldn't know how to spell it because I it's have no idea. It's spelled, <laughs> yeah, nobody knows how to spell it. Were you it. asked? It, it, was it made up? Is that no, uh, news? No, no, I, it's your word, words. Dante. It's completely yeah, made up. So, uh, so I was asked, How do you spell Sazamanus? <laughs> and so I, I spelled it the way I say it, you know, and uh, I don't see it on there. Come on, come on. I'm come sure on, it's on there. On. Okay, so go, it's you can uh, go to uh, MoneroApparel.com and, and buy Dante's Sazamanus shirt. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I, I don't know that I ever will. I don't know that I want it's, to, it's, frankly. It's my own word. Um, yeah, my it's word. A, yeah. So it's, it's like in my uh, own dictionary. D- oh, there it is, Dante, right there. Let me see it. Sazama News. Sazama News. There you go. <laughs> so you can buy your Sazama News shirt. Yeah, uh, it, it comes in two colors. It's great. Black that's and blue. <laughs> <laughs> it comes in black and blue. I love that's it. That's right. That's great. That's what great. are we showing? We're, so people can find you where? Telegram. Yeah, just Telegram channels and Cam4. So. Cam4. Yeah. <laughs> and this is John Seth. You can, uh, if, if you want to leave us a rating on iTunes, we would appreciate it. We would love you to uh, give us a lot of one-star ratings. If, uh, here's the thing. There's only seven people that have done it, so I'm kind of pissed. I'd really like yeah, more people to do it. I want 10, 15, 20 one-star ratings so that if in, in case someone comes around and gives us like a four-star rating, like its effects are just diluted. That's good. You know? That's a good idea. I, I want as strategy. many one-star right. ratings as possible. Um, I am in the Ethereum uh, Plus Coin Dojo as well. I try not to talk to anybody because right, like right. I'm I'm like fucking like royalty. Anti-social. Yeah. Oh, that, uh, that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking like the king. Anti-social you know, CEO of Bitcoin. I get hit up. I get hit up by everybody. That's <laughs> <laughs> so important. No. Um, uh, but yeah, if you want to uh, come into the Ethereum Plus Dojo, ask Dante. Uh, talk to Dante. Don't talk to me. And uh, yeah, I think I think with that, that's it. This is John's chunking up the deuce of the South. The mass has ended. Go in peace. St. Catherine, Catherine, pray, pray for, for us. us. Sazabonus. Bitcoin. Now!